Recorded live. Now don't try to figure out why it happened. That will only confuse you. Just stay in faith. Trust God that he knows what's best. And you can be certain. Everything that comes your way in life, somehow, some way, God is eventually going to work that to your advantage. When David was a teenager, he went out to face Goliath in the valley of Elah. Wasn't a coincidence that he was in the valley. We see this principle. Goliath, of course, was much bigger, stronger, had more experience. It looked impossible, like David didn't have a chance. But again, we see God turn a valley of defeat into a valley of blessing. David took his slingshot, and he knocked Goliath out. David didn't have a sword, so he went over and got Goliath's sword and finished him off. David came out of that valley not only with more experience, more confidence, more respect, but he came out with the sword of Goliath. Fast forward years later, David was on the run from King Saul. Saul was jealous of David and trying to kill him. David had to leave in such a hurry that he didn't have time to get his sword. He had no way to protect himself. He ran to the next city, went to the temple, saw some people that he knew. He told them he was on assignment for the king asked if they had a sword he could borrow. They said, David, all we have is the sword of Goliath, the Philistine whom you killed in the valley. Notice something that had happened in the valley was now instrumental to David reaching the next level of his destiny. Had he not gained the sword in the valley, he would have gotten stuck. Friends, God has it all figured out. The valley you face today may not be for today. It may be for years down the road. But if you didn't learn what you needed to learn, gain what you needed to gain, you wouldn't be prepared for the new levels. Don't complain about the valley. There's a blessing in that valley. Later on, you're going to use the experience, the confidence. That sword, so to speak, will be waiting for you. A few years after Victoria and I were married, we moved into a new house. we sold our old house. One day there was a knock on the door. This policeman was standing there. My heart started beating so fast. He smiled and handed me some papers, and he said kind of lightly, somebody must really not like you. I thought, what do you mean? What is this? He said, you've been named in a lawsuit. Well, the people that bought our house were suing over the plumbing. They not only sued us, but they sued the builder, the architect, real estate agent, the plumber, everybody they could think of. And we knew we weren't at fault. We didn't build the house. The plumbing had worked for us. But for those six months while we were in a lawsuit, I was sick to my stomach. I was so worried. At 26 years old, I thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen to me. In a few weeks, I was going to have to give my deposition in front of a lawyer and tell them what had happened. I studied. I prepared. Found all my documents. I was so nervous. Went and gave my deposition. When I was finished, I was so nauseated that I couldn't drive home. Had to have somebody come and pick me up. That seemed like the biggest waste of time and energy to me. So much unnecessary heartache, stress. I didn't see how anything productive could ever come out of that. But in every valley, you're gaining something. You may not realize it, but there's a purpose. Thirteen years later, we just acquired this place 
the former compact center. A company filed a lawsuit to try to keep us from moving in. Now I wasn't dealing with a small plumbing problem. I was dealing with something that was critical to my destiny. When I went to give my deposition in front of a battery of high-powered attorneys, I wasn't the least bit nervous. I was confident. I was prepared. I had experience. I had been there before. I knew exactly what to expect. Like David, that sword was waiting for me. There was a purpose for that valley 13 years earlier. I didn't see it at the time. I let it stress me out, seal my joy. Now I realize it was a valley of blessing. I've learned nothing happens by accident. There's no use getting upset and letting it sour your life. Stand still and you will see the victory. One day you will look back and see what God was up to. You'll say like I did, Lord, thank you for that valley. If I hadn't have learned what I needed to learn, I wouldn't be prepared. Or like Coach Dungey, Lord, thank you for closing that door or I would have never won the Super Bowl. Friends, God knows what he's doing. Every valley has a blessing. There's something to push you forward, something that will be instrumental in you reaching the next level of your destiny. I don't complain about my valleys anymore. I understand this new perspective. This valley wouldn't be here unless it was preparing me for something greater, unless I was gaining something that I'm going to need later on. I've heard the saying, Trouble is inevitable, but misery is optional. We're all going to go through valleys, have things we don't understand. Trouble is inevitable, but it's up to us whether or not we get stressed out and let it sour the rest of our life. It's like this man I heard about. He was walking through the neighborhood when he got bitten by a dog. He was so upset. He went to the doctor and They ran some tests. The doctor said, sir, I'm sorry, but this dog has rabies. We're going to have to give you some shots. Now he was really upset. The doctor walked out of the room to get some equipment. He came back in. He noticed the man was making out a list. He thought he was writing out his will. The doctor kind of laughed, said, sir, it's not that bad. You're not going to die. The man said, this is not my will. This is a list of all the people that I'm going to bite. What am I saying? When you go through a valley, when you go through things you don't understand, don't go around biting people. Don't let it sour you the rest of your life. Remind yourself that it's not going to work against you. It's going to work for you. One day you're going to look back like I did and say what I thought was a valley of defeat. I realize now it was a valley of blessing. 1 Kings chapter 20 The Israelites had just defeated the army of Ben-Hadad on the top of this mountain. One of his assistants said to him, The Israelites' God is the God of the hills. That's why they were stronger than us. But if we fight them in the valleys, we will certainly defeat them. One version says, In the low places. The next spring, Ben-Hadad attacked the Israelites, but this time in the valley. God said to the Israelites, They think... I'm just the God of the mountains and not the God of the valleys. I will help you defeat them to show them that I am the God of both. When we're on the mountain, getting good breaks, seeing favor, we know God is with us. Life is good. Sometimes when we're in the valley, we think, God, where are you? Why did this happen to me? 
Will I ever get out of this trouble? Will I ever get well? Be encouraged. He's not just the God of the mountains. He's the God of the valleys. David said he's a very present help in times of trouble. When you're in the valley, God is not far away. He's right there with you, a very present help. Psalm 84 says, when you go through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing where pools of blessing collect after the rain. On the way to your destiny, there'll be some valleys. You'll probably shed some tears, have things you don't understand. But God doesn't waste anything. This is saying God collects every tear that you've shed. And he used those same tears to refresh you. They will become pools of blessings. When David was 37 years old, he was about to step into the fullness of his destiny. He had just received his third and final anointing. He found himself at the valley of Rephaim. Rephaim means giants. Some 20 years earlier, he had killed Goliath in that valley. But now, he not only faced one Goliath, he faced a valley of Goliath. The principle, the closer you are to your destiny, the greater the opposition. You may overcome one challenge, that's good, but don't be surprised if you face a bigger challenge. That means you're getting closer to your destiny. David and his men went out full of faith, full of courage, and defeated the Philistines. And the scripture says that David renamed the valley. Instead of calling it the Valley of Giants, the Valley of Rephaim, he renamed it Baal-Perizim. That means the God of the breakthrough. When you face situations that seem impossible, you need to do like David, rename that valley. This is not the valley of debt, struggle, lack. I'm renaming it the valley of abundance, the valley of promotion, the valley of increase. This is not the valley of cancer, heart disease, kidney failure. I'm renaming it the valley of health, the valley of wholeness, the valley of victory. Or this may look like the valley of loneliness, loss, disappointment, but I'm renaming it the valley of breakthroughs, the valley of victory. It's the valley of blessing. Friends, if you'll start renaming your valleys, what was meant to stop you will instead promote you. The reason you're facing the opposition is because just like David, you're about to step into a new level of your destiny. Don't complain about the valley. Have this new perspective. There's a blessing in that valley. Get your passion back. Get your fire back. The forces that are for you are greater than the forces that are against you. If you'll do this, I believe and declare God is going to turn every valley you face in life to a valley of victory, a valley of health, a valley of abundance, a valley of blessing in Jesus' name. And if you receive it, can you say amen today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I'll repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed. 
as a thank you for your support of our ministry this month, Joel and Victoria would like to send you a copy of Joel's new series, With You, For You, Living in God's Presence and Favor. No matter what you're facing, you can be confident that God has you in the palm of His hand. He's bigger than any obstacle and more powerful than any opposition. Be strong and of good courage, for the Lord your God is with you and He's for you. In this new series, you'll be reminded that if you feel discouraged, helpless, or alone, God is right there with you. You can live in His presence and favor every day. He is ready to give you victory in your life. You have an advantage. The creator of the universe is breathing in your direction. And if God be for you, who dare be against you? Request this resource. It will strengthen your faith and help you reach the fullness of your destiny. To request your copy of With You, For You, visit us at joelstein.com or call us toll-free. This spring, all of us at TBN want you to experience the hope and grace of God like never before. So, to say thank you for your love gift of any amount this month, we have something very special for you. It's TBN's brand new 100 Days of Hope and Grace Journal. This unique double-sided devotional journal is designed to bring you a quick, powerful dose of encouragement when you need it most. Meditate on a new hope-inspiring scripture each day. And also, get a powerful reminder of God's grace. Wake up to hope and grace and begin your day full of God's promises for your life. And for your special love gift of $100 or more, we will also include our brand new beautiful Hope and Grace mug set. Each time you enjoy a hot beverage, these ceramic mugs will be a great reminder of the Father's love for you and of your partnership with TBN to bring the message of hope and grace of Jesus to the world. Request your Hope and Grace devotional journal today with any size gift. And with your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive the Hope and Grace mug set. Take a moment right now to call, click, or write to request your love gift. Call 800-201-5200 or visit tbn.org or write us at TBN PO Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711. Remember, your generosity ensures that your TBN can touch millions with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your gifts are powerful tools for rescuing souls worldwide with his life-changing message of hope and grace. Wednesday on TVN. Living Proof with Beth Moore will guide believers to a stronger walk of faith, followed by Robert Morris, The Blessed Life, and John Gray World. Then go on location to learn more about the extraordinary life of Jesus in Drive Through History, The Gospels. It all starts at 7 p.m. Pacific every Wednesday on TVN. Next, watch Joseph Prince proclaiming the gospel of grace. This is TVN, part of the Trinity Broadcasting family of networks, celebrating 42 years of God's miracles. program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. With God all things are possible. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. 
You know, I'm telling you, church, it's amazing what God is doing. Beloved, the Bible declares that God wants you healed and whole in every area of your life. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's latest four-CD audio series, God Wants You Healed. Child of God, you can receive divine healing and renewed strength from your Father in Heaven. He is for you, and He wants you to live an abundant life full of His joy. Live free from the fear of sickness and disease because God is not only able to, but also most willing to heal you. You can also request a collection that includes the new Joseph Prince on Healing 3 DVD album and his latest book, Grace Revolution, for a specific gift to the ministry. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us. Is in heaven. And the only thing that I want to share with you, and I'm, I'm going to make this clear as I go along, when, I'm going to use the term, the community of faith. And when I use the term, the community of faith, generally it is used in a global sense uh, when you're dealing with secular people and they want to uh, pull out a segment of the community that is faith-based. They call it a community of faith. It's a very ecumenical statement that refers to all the diversity that exists within that community of faith. But I want to use it in a different context. I want to tell you in your soul, in your heart, in your life, faith lives in there, but it doesn't live alone. It doesn't live alone. There's a whole community around your faith. So I don't care how faith-filled you are, your faith is not holding down that block by itself. Right across the street is Brother Doubt, and down on the corner is Sister Fear, and then three doors down is Sister Anxiety, and Aunt Depression lives over the garage. She's got a small apartment over there. All, all of them live in the community of faith. When, when you walked in the door, you brought the whole gang with you. When you get in the car, you bring it. Now, some people will get on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, and they will act like they have no doubt. But there is a, let me tell you something. Every person in this room has some level of doubt. Every person in this room has some level of fear. Every person in this room has some level of anxiety. Every person in this room has to fight some level of depression. All of that stuff lives in the neighborhood. And depending on what happens that day, what you read, what you heard, what you confronted, how you react to that. Our goal as we preach the Word of God to you is to gradually, gradually regentrificate the neighborhood until faith begins to dominate and take control over the neighborhood one house at a time. We are taking over the community till you start walking by faith, talking by faith, living by faith, thinking by faith, raising your family by faith, doing business by faith, facing adversities by faith, trusting in God. And I don't care what else you do. You can sing and you can cry until your face looks like a rainbow. But if you don't have faith when you get through crying, it doesn't do anything at all. You can live clean as a whistle. I mean, so you can live so holy your 
breath doesn't stink in the morning. But it still doesn't mean you got a breakthrough that's pretty holy. It? Yeah, but it doesn't mean if you don't have faith, righteousness apart from faith will not get the job done in your life. If there's only one thing that you needed to survive, to survive in this world and survive in the kingdom and survive in God, it's to simply, Jesus said it better than I can, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith. Not just have faith, but have faith in God. Having faith in God. I, 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 let me say, I have faith in God when I don't have faith in me. Sometimes I, sometimes God pulls me out of stuff, and it's just like pulling a bag of trash out of the garage. I said, Lord, you sure ain't pulling nothing, but I'm glad you're pulling me out. It's not because I'm righteous. It's not because I'm perfect. It's not because I'm holy. It's not because I prayed all day. It's not none of that. It's just your goodness, your mercy, your kindness, your love. You brought me out. Glory to God. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? So you've got to understand then, that this faith thing is real important. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care how nice it is. I don't care how posh it is. If you don't have faith, you're not doing nothing. You're not doing it. You can join all the auxiliaries. You can pay all your tithes and give all your offers. But your, your, your Christian experience is built on faith. And you have to possess faith in your soul. And if there's one thing that the devil is constantly after, constantly after, he's after your faith. Oh, bless his name. He's after your faith. I, I've heard people say, the devil's trying to get my car, and the devil's after my house, and the devil's after my mortgage payment, and the devil's after my marriage. The devil don't want your husband. Well, why does he attack all of that stuff? He attacks that stuff to get to your faith. Everything that the enemy is attacking in your life right now, he is attacking to get your faith. Your faith is a valuable commodity. Your faith moves God. Your faith shakes heaven. Your faith rebukes the devil. Your faith rebukes diseases. Your faith gives you courage. Your faith gives you confidence. Your faith reaches in the spirit. Your faith snatches the promises. Your faith embraces the word of God. It is your faith. Is there anybody in here that's got faith? I'm not one of these people that tells people not to take medication. I think you ought to take whatever you need if you need it. I believe that when God heals you, he'll heal you to the point that the doctor bears witness to the healing. Jesus healed the lepers, but he still sent them to show yourself to the priests. He said, go show yourself to the priest. So what Jesus did for them was not intimidated by medicine. He told them, go show yourself to the priest, because the priests in Jesus' day had to declare you clean. So Jesus didn't just heal the lepers and just tell them, just go on walking anywhere. He says, go and get a checkup. Then you really heal. So away with this, I'm, taking, I'm not taking my medication. I'm walking by faith. Take it till you don't need it. When you don't need it, the doctor will have to admit, maybe God is using the sickness to witness to the doctor. Maybe God is using your sickness to witness to the doctor. And if you don't go back and get the report, then the doctor can't find out that Jesus is Lord. You knew Jesus was Lord before you ever got sick. 
I'm going to talk to you about faith this morning. I'm going to talk to you about faith. Glory to God. Shake hands with somebody and tell them faith is a perspective. See, when the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and that it is the evidence of things not seen, it is talking about how faith works on the outside. That it is the substance of the thing that you hope for. It, it is the ingredients that makes up the end game of what you're trying to get. It's telling you it is the evidence of things not seen. When I say faith is a perspective, I'm talking about it is a selection that you have to choose on the inside. That you can walk in faith or you can walk in fear. You can walk in faith or you can walk in, de in depression. You can walk in faith or you can walk in confusion. You have to choose to walk by faith. God is not going to come down here, burglarize your house, and make you walk in faith. Lift your foot up and walk in. He's not going to do it. You have to choose to walk by faith. I guarantee you right now there's not a person in this room that is not severely up under demonic attack. Severely from the bishop to the back door, there's not a person in this room that is not severely up under satanic attack. And the enemy just didn't start the attack when you ran in the power. He's been plotting on you all your life. He was plotting on you before you even got here. He was plotting on you in the house you were born into. He's been after you all of your life. And the only way you're going to make it, the only way you're going to survive, the only way you're going to get through life, and all the things that life does to you is walk by faith. Ah! If you don't walk by faith, you're not going to be able to do it. It is a lot easier to sing about it and preach about it and teach about it than it is to walk in it. Because I need my faith the strongest when my fear is the loudest. That's why coming to church is important. It's important. It's very important. And, and I'm going to tell you why it's important. It's your only time to fight the enemy on his turf. What do you mean by on his turf? Every other way you're fighting him, you are fighting him through tangibles. Here you are being armed with weapons that are not carnal so you can do spiritual warfare. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. God can't lie. It is the one thing that it said it was impossible for him to do. It is impossible for God to lie. And he says, when you believe me, it means that you have tapped into my character. When others around you tell you, good enough is just fine. But something inside you knows that God has called you to greater. You must think yourselves clear. It's time for creative leaders to emerge and recharge. Register today for the International Pastors and Leadership Conference, April 21st through the 23rd, 2016, at pastorsandleaders.org. We are in Hebrews chapter 11. 
faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One thing is clear, we know who he is writing to. He is writing to Jews, Hebrew children that are being converted, whose, whose whole religion for the most part was built on sacraments, ordinances, cleansings, and eatings of meats, and holy days, and all of that. They serve God through religiosity. So he is laying a case for faith because the whole notion that faith is what it takes to please God was a new idea. You mean I don't have to bring no turtle doves, no goats, no peace offering, no wave offering, no drink offering? You mean I don't have to slay the lamb? You mean I don't have to put any blood on the door? He said faith will bypass all of that. It was shocking stuff to hear after years of being groomed with works. Works have been proving them for years. It's the Day of Atonement. It's the Feast of Pentecost. It's the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It's this day. It's that day. Wear white linen. Come before him this way. Back up into his presence. Light the incense. And faith just blotted all of that out. And said, you don't have to do any of that if you believe me. Woo! Good God of mercy. So, so he's laying a case for faith, and I want you to understand that. And then he goes on to lay, he said, for by it, the elders obtain a good report. Now, what he's trying to say, this is not a new idea. It is coming to fruition now, but it has been being developed all through your Judaistic history. He said, your elders obtained a good report by faith. It was never the works they did that got them favor with God. It was the faith they had to do the work. By it, the elders obtained a good report. By Say that with me. By it, the elders retained a good report. Oh, my God, that's shouting stuff right there. That means, okay, you never came to class. You never turned your homework in. You're down to the end of the nine-week course. You're going to flunk the semester. And the professor says, if you smile at me, I'll count it as an A. That's what, what it, to obtain a good report. He didn't say the elders were good. He said that by faith, the elders obtained a good report. I, I did everything wrong and I still got a good report. I messed up on every decision, but I still got a good report. Lord, have mercy. That's some shouting stuff right there. By it, the elders obtained good report. See, God is really into your perspective. You serve God every time you submit to a higher perspective. Abraham, you know Abraham. Yes, sir. Lying Abraham. Lying. That's the one I'm talking about. The one who, who married his wife and then said she wasn't his wife. And, you know, lying Abraham. God told Abraham, if you believe me, I will count it as righteousness. I will count it as as righteousness. I need a Bible class to do this. I can't do this in a Sunday morning. See, let, let me tell you something. This old accounting thing. I saw Susan over there somewhere. I need a good old accountant. Accountants, you know, they, they do things differently. 
because the accountant will tell you how much profit you made. But it, the, the figure they give you is not always what you see left in the bank. So when they tell me that this is the profit, I say, where the money? But see, accounting is about where you count it. Not where it is, it's where you count it. You might have spent the money, but it's still counted as profit. You might have bought more pews, but it's still counted as profit. It's not in the bank account, but it counts as profit. God said, you didn't do right, but I'll count it as right. Come on, come on, talk to me. Come on, talk to me, church. I know your little dirty secret, the one that don't nobody know with your holy self that you do. And if I would judge iniquity, I would have cut you off. But if you believe me, it will be counted. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Abraham believed God, and it is counted unto him as righteousness. He's not right, but it was counted as right. Got credit for it. It's counted. Let me show you why faith is important. Works is based on my integrity. Faith is based on his integrity. To not believe God is to suggest that he's a liar. And God said, I'm not a man that I should lie or the son of man that I should repent. He said, your salvation can't be based on your works because, frankly, you don't have no integrity. You don't even keep the promise you made to yourself. So I know you're not going to keep the promise you made to me. But faith ties into my integrity. Good God of mercy, I feel like teaching this thing. God came right. It is the one thing that it said it was impossible for him to do. It is impossible for God to lie. And he says, when you believe me, it means that you have tapped into my character. And not my gifts. You're not serving me because I took your fever away. You're not serving me because you got a new car. You're not serving me because you got a new job. You're not serving me because everything's going right in your life. You are serving me because you know that I am holy. You know I am righteous. You know I am just. You know I am pure. You know my heart. They know my ways. You know my heart. And Abraham, check this out, became the friend of God. Now, you ain't got no better friend, so shout out, than to be a friend of God. Abraham became the friend of God just because he believed him. Now, then he goes to this thing, watch this, watch this. Through faith we stand under the truth. Now, this is the truth that he says, that the worlds were framed, that the worlds were framed 
by the word of God. Okay. I need I need sixteen men up here. Sixteen men. Sixteen men. Eight eight on one side and eight on the other. And I want you to face each other. Eight on one side and eight on the other till you're facing each other. Now, you got me framed in. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Okay. I can't go but so far because you got me framed in. That that I would do, I can't do because you got me framed in. I can't get out of control because you got me framed in. And devil, you can't get to me either because you got me framed in. Two, three people tell them I've been framed in. I've been framed. 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 Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Now, I'm going to take you deeper. Can I go deeper? The word worlds there is not cosmos for planets. It is eon for ages. So, through faith we understand that the ages, time, is framed by the word of God. Yesterday, today, forevermore, it's all framed by the word of God. The word of God has got control of my now, my then, and my tomorrow. So, when God speaks a thing, he speaks eternity into it because he is an eternal God. The reason all of my children are African-American is because I love Asian people, the beautiful long hair and everything, but I cannot have an Asian child because it is not authentic to my core. You can only produce what you are. So watch this. An eternal God, an eternal God cannot speak a temporary thing. Come on, come on, come on with me. So, when God speaks a thing, I don't care what time in your life it is. Hey, God said, I got you framed in. I don't care what season it is. I don't care what stage of life you're in. You can be at the beginning of your life. You can be in the winter of your life. He said, I took all of that in consideration when I said, let there be. It was let there be. My word is eternal because I am eternal. And I got you framed in. I got you framed. I got you framed. Now, watch, watch the frame. Watch the frame. The frame is two-dimensional, okay? It lets me know that anything 
that has got frame has got space. So this is grace. Grace gives me space. Before I hit the frame, I got grace. I got a certain amount of room. I got a certain amount of grace. I can kind of hang out. I can kind of chill out. I can do my thing. I can do anything I want to do until I get ready to do something that will mess up the picture. And then the frame, the frame won't let me out. 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 Because, see, the reason the frame won't let me out is that I'm pushing against the frame with my will. But the frame is founded on God's will. So you know if my will hits God's will, you know which will is going to win. We've got to stop there. It's been a real joy and a real delight to share the word of the Lord with you. Faith is not contagious. You don't get faith by being around faithful people. You have to choose yourself to walk by faith. Invest in yourself and and allow faith to become a rich and exuberant part of your life by taking this word in and allowing it to penetrate the very depths of your soul. Let me tell you this before we close today. I am real excited about our Pastors and Leadership Conference. And if you're watching and you're a pastor or leader, you need to come away sometimes. You've been feeding other people, but you need to be fed yourself. Changing your perspectives on your situation will change your entire congregation. April 21st through the 23rd, join me at the Pastors and Leadership Conference and allow God to change your perspective. attacking in your life right now. He is attacking to get your faith. Get ready to see your life framed by faith. I'm pushing against the frame with my will, but the frame is founded on God's will. If my will hits God's will, you know which will is going to win. For your gift of any size, you will receive faith as a perspective on CD. If you grew up in fear, you see God as a disciplinarian. But if you grew up in favor, you say, I know he likes me. He says, you got to walk in the room like you know you're my child. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Bishop's entire four-part DVD series framed by faith and this beautiful miracle journal. God can't prosper what you won't do. If you don't build it, he can't bless it. And when your gift is $160 or more, you will receive the Framed by Faith 4 Message DVD set, the Miracle Journal, and the NIV Live Experience Bible Resource that includes the complete NIV Bible on 79 CDs, digital downloads of the audio, the NIV Live mobile app, and much more. Your faith snatches the promises. Your faith embraces the Word of God. It is your faith. Is there anybody in here that's got faith? Nothing can stop you when you're framed by faith. Through faith we understand that our ages are framed by the Word of God. There is nothing that God didn't take in consideration when He saved you. Nothing about your past, nothing about your present, and nothing about your future. An eternal God has offered you everlasting life. He has taken your your future in consideration when he saved you. 
God is never caught off guard. to all 50 states to hold prayer rallies. We're calling it the Decision America Tour. We're asking Christians to pray, to vote for candidates that stand for biblical values and engage in your community by living and sharing your faith. I'll challenge Christians to live out their faith at home, in public, and at the ballot box, and I'm going to be sharing the gospel. Go to DecisionAmericaTour.com for dates and rallies. I suffered chronic body pains for years. It wreaked havoc on my family and my marriage. I come home from work with nothing less than the tank, just total couch potato. It took years to find a solution. Now, no more aches and pains. And I can do what I love with my family. And that's what matters most to me. Fighting your symptoms the way God intended. Pro-Help and Menopause Moisture Cream. Available now at Daystar.com. God can use all of us to make a difference, like the way His gifts are being used at Daystar. You've experienced it. Now, tell a friend to watch Daystar. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for faith television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, author and pastor Dr. Robert Jeffress explains why not all roads lead to heaven. And I said, it's the same way with God. We're all perishing. But God, not because he hates us, but because he loves us, says, here's a way out. Here is a way to escape. Tackling difficult questions like, can people be saved who have never heard of Christ? What about those who worship God by another name? Do children automatically go to heaven when they die? Next on Life Today.
Why are you standing right there? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. How is everybody this morning? I'm good, and you all? Wonderful. Blessed. Well, why don't y'all open up a prayer then, since y'all wonderful and blessed. Both of y'all can open up. How about that? (laughs) You want to go first, Arthur? You can get it. Huh? You can go ahead. Father God, we come right now thanking you for another day, another day to get it right, another day to do your will and not ours, another day to tell someone about how good you are so that we can say that this is why we are wonderful. This is why we are blessed. And so, Father God, as we go through this day, we speak that we shall walk in prosperity. We shall walk in peace. We shall walk in joy. Father, we speak that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, no weapon of sickness, illness, disease, infection, or plague, from bacteria, viruses, chemical, fungal, man-made or bug bites. Father God, we speak that no weapon of violence or accident. Stop it! Stop it! I'm sorry. I'm watching my son at the bus stop. (laughs) No weapon of uh, uh, sickness, illness, disease, no weapon of accident or violence, no weapon of bullying, the weapon of distraction or doubt or fear. Father, we speak that nothing can come against us and prosper against our mental state, against our physical state, or our spiritual state. And, Father God, we cover ourselves under your protection because you say he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Bye, baby. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So, Father, we're hiding in your shadow, keeping ourselves under your protection. And, Father God, we also, we're speaking on this line, Father God, as we go forward on this call, let our words encourage each other, let our words nourish each other, let our words help each other come into a closer relationship with you. And as we go forward on this call, Father God, we speak that no distraction shall come on this call. Let our thoughts be clear and let you be edified, O oh God. And, Father, as we go forward on this call, we speak that nothing shall come across the call to cause calls to drop or for us to not be able to um, hear because of distortions in the call. And we speak for our Sam right now, O oh God, that you will give him what he needs in his spirit, in his mind, and in his body to um, to bring this call to the direction that you want it to be. And we ask that you would give Arthur traveling mercy and give him a special peace as he goes before the children that you have given him for this year to teach and to show and reflect who you are, if not by word, at least by deed. And Lord, we just thank you and we honor you. For the righteousness of Christ we come. Amen. 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 That's Felicia.
Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. I was just trying to, I was wondering who, who it was. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to come before your throne of grace and mercy, Lord God, to obtain those mercies and the grace, Lord, to help us through this day. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you kept us in our right mind, Lord God. You woke us up with the activity of our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for being the great I am. Everything that we need, you are he, Lord God. If we need a healing, Lord God, you are that healer, Lord God. You are that balm and Gilead, that soothing salve, that healing that take away all sickness and disease from around our midst. Father God, we need a financial blessing, Lord God. You own the bank vaults, Lord God, in heaven. Everything in the earth is, is yours, Lord God, in the fullness thereof. And so we give praise and honor and thanks and glory to you. We thank you, Lord God, that we were not consumed by the hands of the enemy, Lord God, but we have been sustained, we have been framed, as T.D. Jakes has said in his sermon this morning, Lord God, and enclosed in your righteousness and your grace and your mercy, Lord. You created us, Lord God, from the foundation of the earth to do a just and mighty work before you, Lord God. And so, Father God, we want to say thank you. Father God, it's our faith, Lord God, that's got us on this call, Lord God. It was the call to the, uh, the answer to the call that you have called us to do, Lord God, to minister to one another as well as to for those who know not that we're praying for them, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, that our faith is made strong strong and assure you. Each and every day, Lord, we fall short of your mercies and your grace. But, Father God, it's because the love that you have for us, Lord God, is that you sustain us. We ask you to cover us and keep us, Lord God. Protect us and deliver us, Lord, from the animals of the hands of the enemies. Even as Felicia just got through quoting the beginning of 91st number of songs, Lord God, we want to thank you, Lord God, for you have even said that ten, our thousands shall follow at my right side hand and 10,000 at my left hand, but it would not come near us because your angels are holding us up in the palm of your hand, of their hands, lest we dash our feet against a stone. Lord God, you even said that we could tread on the head of scorpions, Lord God. You told us that no arrows, no sickness, no pestilence, no disease, no weapons or anything formed against us shall prosper, Lord God. So we want to say thank you, Lord God. Lord God, even at my morning call this morning, in Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, Lord God, you said that Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, Lord God, for he will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, Lord God. Even though the heat comes, Lord God, it will not cause consumers, Lord God. I'm paraphrasing, but I thank you, Lord God, that our leaves will be green, Lord God, that we will flourish, Lord God, even in the times of trials, Lord God. So, Father God, we want to thank you for it. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for my brothers and sisters who are on this call, who gets on this call each and every day, Lord God. They come to you Lord God, for a blessing. They come to you for a healing. They come to you for deliverance, covering and protections, Lord God. They come to you, Lord God, to be the lawyer in the courtroom. They come to you, Lord God, to be a healing, Lord God, in the sick room. So, Father God, we just ask you, Lord God, to move mighty, Lord God, because it's their faith, Lord God. They know that you can move mountains. By them trusting and believing you, Lord God, they can speak to the mountain. The mountain shall be removed. Father God, cast away any doubt, Lord God, because even as TDJ said, to doubt you, Lord God, to say that you're a liar. But, Father God, you said in your word, Lord God, you're not man that you should, that you can lie, nor you are the son of man that you, you have to repent. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for all your promises. Let your covering forever be upon us. 
watch over us, keep us, and protect us through this day. Be with all the children as they go to school, Lord God. Let their ears be open, Lord God, and their minds be free of all distractions, Lord God, so they can receive the instructions that is being taught to them. Let them gain the knowledge that they need, Lord God, so they can slay that, 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 that demonic spirit, Lord God, that may lie within them, Lord God, so they can slay Goliath, Lord God. Right now, give them victory, Lord God, over any assessments that is being thrown from, whether it's state assessment or a teacher-made assessment, let them be victorious, Lord God, for they're your children. Father God, they are the fruit of the world, Lord God. We are the fruit of the world. Let us continue to walk upright, Lord, in your way, Lord God. Let us continue to seek you for all good and perfect gifts, Lord God. Father God, I ask you to send a blessing right now upon Sam, Lord God. Let his countenance be, be lifted up, Lord God. Let him see the radiant light that you are shining forth throughout this day, that he will be covered and blessed in everything that he do, even as he stand and pray, Lord God, let the words that fall from his lips as he call upon the names, Lord God, let lives be changed, let them be moved, let strongholds be broken, Lord God, set the captive free, Father God, even as Felicia bring forth the word, Lord God, and share her insight, Lord God, that you have given her, Lord God, let her speak, God, with the, with the voice of angels, Lord God, let her speak, Lord, what you have placed on her heart, even as Erica counsels, Lord God, let her counsel, Lord God, with the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given our Lord. Father God, for we all seek wisdom knowledge, Lord God. So we know, Lord God, that it was wisdom was with you when you even formed the foundation of the earth. Even as CDJ said, Lord God, when you formed the earth, you said, let it Father God, something spoken to my spirit said that be means blessings, Lord God. So let your blessings fall upon every head, every ear, Lord God, that hears and participate in this call. Let them come with expectancy, knowing that you are the great I am, and that you could change the situations, and that you will change situations, because you see the faithfulness in our cause. Father God, even lift up those who are unsaved, Lord God, that they too will develop a zeal, Lord God, to seek you first and foremost in their throughout their lives, Lord God. So it's your word, Lord, that is going to bring us through. It's by the faith that we have, Lord God, not our jobs, not our families, Lord God, but your word is going to bring us over and through. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Anybody else want to pray? Anybody else want to pray? Guess that means no. I thought you were going to break out with a solo, brother. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Alright. <clears throat> Hakaradishidigosandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandandand
Yaroko de 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 kohoran de gose shi de gose shi de gose shi de gosandra shi de gosaka hanrase de de kobrande de goseke shandase de gosaka shandrase de goseke hanrase de goseke shandrase de gose shandere de korande de gosare de gose shi de gose shi de gose shi de gose shi de gose harare de korande de gose shi de gose shi de gose shi de gose harambrake shi korande ke share de gosaka Haram braka da dare de gose shire de gose ke kaha harande kere de gosa ka ndire de gose de shandare de gosa ka haramboko yarakasa haramboko sandire de gosa haronko sandire de korande de gose ke shadaka so gose sharaka mbokoko Araka randi de gose 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 de yes 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 father hobo randi de gasaka hobo randi de gose de shiraka da ha koromboko araha yes 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 lord yandoro kosa thank you father for the covering for the anointing, for the word of God, give us peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. Gird us up, give us strength for the journey, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Allow the word of God to penetrate into our hearts. Every aspect of our entire being. As God is transforming us, he is molding us into whom he desires us to be. He is tempering us in the fire. He is tempering us. Make us harden. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Making us harden. So we will be in the fire, but it will not burn us. We will be in the fire. We will not smell like smoke. But we are going to stay in the fire, of course, because God is using the fire to temper us, to make us stronger, to burn out the impurities, to make us seek him, to make us seek him, to deny our flesh, to die to ourselves. So God's not taking us out of the fire. So you might as well learn how to live in it. You might as well learn how to live with it. Yes, Lord, we thank you for the Yes, yes, yes. Oh, but you know, fire is interesting. It can burn, but if it's used in harness, it can also be used to do things. We use it to cook with. We use it. We use it to get rid of things. They even use fire to, to to stop a fire. So God has His purposes for the fire. We're not coming out of the fire because God sees the usefulness of it. He sees how it was keeping us close to Him. So He's not going to let us get away from Him. So we might as well just make up our minds. This is where we're going to reside at. 
So, Lord, help us to deal with it. Help us to bear with it. Lord, that is like, like Paul prayed about the thorn in his side. God said, oh, I'm not taking it out, but my grace is sufficient for thee. So let's seek God's grace. Let's seek God's favor. Let's seek God. And let him give us what we need so we can keep walking. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that special? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When you said that, I saw back, you know, how when you said that he puts, they, they make a fire to put out a fire. And and what I, the, the 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 picture I saw was the fire of the Holy Ghost in us coming against the fire of the enemy outside of us. Mm. And how those two fires burn each other out, but the fire in us burns hotter, so therefore it pushes the enemy back. But we have to we have to soak we have to soak up that fire. You know, if you tell us that all the time. We have to, you know, soak it up because again, the, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, and it's not gonna it's not gonna rise up unless you allow it to rise up. Uh, so we you know, but when we let it rise up, He will burn everything out. You know, oh. and we right we won't be consumed. That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome. Burn everything on mm-hmm. him out. Come on now. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost is a fire that will build and purify. The enemy is a fire that will destroy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, all righty then. So... Guess I'm gonna be in this damn fire, huh? Not <laughs> <laughs> all I can say. <sighs> yeah, I'm in the belly of a whale. Potiphar's wives, I'm thrown in the dungeon. Keep my dream alive. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now I got a fire that ain't going out. Oh, this is just we on a roll. <laughs> That's about all I can say. We on a roll. Yeah. I'm listening to a song. How about that? (laughs) Yes, sir. How about that? Oh, Jesus Christ in Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Jesus. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. 
nobody greater than you. Nobody greater than you. Now lift those hands, singers, and let's just give them the glory. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. Nobody greater than you. I dare you lift your hands and say that with us tonight. Come on, nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Whatever, child. Say, I, I got something for y'all. <clears throat> y'all there? Okay. So I said, if I come out of this last little batch of junk that I'm dealing with, I'm going to get me a shirt. I might push pressure to ministries on it or whatever. And... On that shirt, I'm going to put the name of Rocky, and then I'm going to put I'm going on mute. You know what? <laughs> and, and the reason, I, you know, because you know how they had these marathons on TV or whatever, and I just was looking at the Rockies, you know, you know, one after another, mm-hmm. and I got, you know, how you see things different, like, that dude got the tar beat out of him continuously. Bloody, maimed, one eye open, just all beat the heck up. But he kept getting back up regardless. You know, and, and you would see his opponents, like, they shaking his head. They like, you know, the first one, Apollo was just shaking his head. This dude getting back up again. And, and then the Russian, and he, you know, Rocky would take a beating. But he would still get back up, and somehow or another, at the end, he find a way to knock this dude out. And it's like, you know what, Lord, if I come out this last little batch of crap that I'm dealing with, which she's telling me, yeah, it's going to be replaced for another batch. But right now, <laughs> I come out this last little batch, I think I'm gonna, that's going to be my name is Rocky, because that's, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> just, just, just. And, it, and, uh, and you know... 
because I, I just I'm envisioning fights. He'd be getting up, he'd be climbing on the rope, just all kind of stuff, and you know, just just blood everywhere. But he get back up. I said, yeah, that's gonna be my nickname is Rocky. So just thought y'all might want to know. <laughs> Why is it? Why is it that they saw him? You know the the Rocky thing. Like, why is it there is? It's easier for people outside of believing to get up and fight than it is for somebody who who professes to believe to get up and fight. Okay, go I think I know where you're going but 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 go, explain a little more. So you were saying how you were saying how, you know, with Rocky, you know, he no matter how many times he got knocked down, no matter how many he how much he got beat up or how bloody he got, he was willing to still continue to get up and fight. What happens? What happens with some believers who don't have that? Why do some believers not have that same mentality? Like they might get knocked down three or four times, but like that, you know, there's there's always a, a cutoff point where they're like, you know what, I have enough, and they just walk away, or they'll throw in the towel. What's the what? You know, why is the mentality different from you know between those in the world? and those who profess to believe? Well, I, I'm going to say, like, even when I was um, praying for um, Lisa's mom yesterday, as far as the believers are concerned, the Bible already tells you that only one out of four is going to actually get my word and produce a harvest with it. So even said believers, God is telling us 75%, it ain't, they, it ain't, they'll be saved, but they're not going to produce a harvest. And that's based on the parable of the seed and the sower. Mm-hmm. But even in the world, though, you know, they, um, I mean, see, we, we, we have a tendency to see the winners and focus on them. But the, a lot of those, it's, it's a lot of majority of people in the world that, that, that quit, too, you know. So I, I guess just now the thing where I can understand what you're saying, we as believers have God on our side if we choose to walk in that in that understanding, but you know, for more and more as we get deeper, we see that it comes with a cost, and there's a price. So it's it's a it's a I'm gonna say it's just a battle either way it goes, Felicia. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, battling with God and for God and and walking in His ways and purposes. You know, there will be things you will be challenged upon that the that the person of the world might not be. Well, ain't no might not be, but probably won't be. But then the person of the world who who get the success and this that, and the other, they have their challenges and the things they have to overcome too as well. The different the different thing about it when God when you if you ever do get on the other side of the equation. God, with God is concerned, then you're not bound like the people in the world. You know, like we see all the actors and entertainers and, and things of that nature who got all these problems. They say they got all the money and the fame and the success, but yet and still they got all these problems. Mm-hmm. Because 
Peyton doesn't mind giving you he doesn't mind giving you the money and the fame and success, especially if it's gonna lead others to his to him, you know, sure, go ahead and do it. You know, so it's it's so I would just say that it's a challenge either way it goes. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say there are pluses and minuses on both sides of the equation. But but we we as the believers we should and we do have the upper hand. But see now, even as we're walking too, the more and more we see things. The more and more we grow in Christ, that means you. That means the more and more that you die, and so we we uh, we you know, and death is death, <laughs> you know. So at some point in the journey, we're gonna say I'm done. Well, I, I've said it many a time. Then, but the only thing with me is, well, like I was telling whoever I was telling you, I said he keep waking me back up. That's why I fight, and. And then, you know, I look around me and it's like, you know, if I don't make it happen in this situation or circumstance, it ain't going to happen. And, Lord, when I when I say I'm done, I'm done. But, Lord, I'm looking to you to give me what is needed. So that means I'm done. I'm decreasing and he's increasing. So when I'm saying I'm done, that's what's going on with me. Because the more and more I go further along, Sam, like I tell you, Sam finally stopped a long time ago. This is crisis moving through me now. This crisis moving through me, and I'm not trying to say I'm totally 100% where I need to be, but, you know, it's it's him that's giving me the literally the strength physically, spiritually, <laughs> motivation, because I, I, I'm, I'm tired and I'm worn, you know. And, like, even now, I'm like, okay, look, I'm, I'm at the point now I'm, I'm noticing that I'm getting things that are irritating me, things are bothering me, things when I come to this house. Okay, Lord, I got to do something again. I know I need a break. I ain't quite there where I can afford to even take a break. Lord, what what needs to happen? That's why I'm having this conversation with him this morning because I can't keep going the way that I'm going. But right now, I'm not at a point that I can take a break. And, you know, people tell me that, yeah, okay, I hear y'all. Y'all come on up in here and see what's going on and tell me when I can take a break. That You know, so I, I might have to start fasting again. I don't know. I, I don't know, but that's where I'm at right now because I, I, I need to, I want to, but I ain't quite there. So, Lord, again, I need you to give me what's needed, you know, to, to, to do this. So it's a pro- – like we talked about the processes involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's – but like I said, now, that's why I have on a Rocky, and then I'm, gonna have, I'm going to mute because I'm shutting up. All right. <laughs> All right. So how was your meeting yesterday? Did y'all get after you finally got it? It was good. It was good. Um <clears throat> she had uh you know seeing the vision from an outside perspective and making sure that, you know, more, you know, the the information was correctly expressed from my end and then seeing all of the the different, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, all the different issues and things that could come about you know, <clears throat> and uh, 
I'm like, okay, you know. But then, I, you know, then it's just like she asked me, the question she asked me was like, when do I want to start? That was the one, that was the one question out of all of them that I really couldn't answer. You start doing stuttering, da 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 Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you know, because I told her, I said, I've been, the thing is, like the, like, you know, like the Bible study and stuff like that, I'm like, I've been talking about it for like two years, three years, two, three years, you know. And so um, uh, the, one of the things that God had, had shown me was like, once I start saying yes, once any of us start saying yes, he's like he's gonna fast track everything because we're so far off to where he wants us to be, you know, as far as where he wants where he wants us for our particular um, duty, our particular job or whatever, you know, in the body of Christ. And so I'm like, um. <laughs> you know, and so I, I, I said, you know what, Lord? I, but he told me, um, he. But I gave her when I'm when I'm looking to start it. You know, I did tell her, and um, and so now it's just like putting one foot in front of the other, and and getting it done. You know, and one of the things I I, I told her, I said, what I want to do is I need to, um. Definitely get one road trip with my children and stuff out the way because I have been promising them a road trip for two, three years. You see, you see, two, three years. Um, and I told you know, I told Makia the other day, I said, I want us to go on a road trip because I'm like, once I start this, there is not going to be a time for a break, not a long break where I can be gone for days and days. So it's just like, okay, I need to make sure that, you know, I honor that one promise that I made to them as well because I don't want them to feel, you know, being left out. And when I start, when things start getting busy, that I don't have time for them, you know, especially Ozias. Makia, she grown, you know, or whatever, but especially for Ozias to let him know that he's still, you know, important even though I might be busy or what you know and and doing other things so yeah but the meeting was the meeting was really good and I and I was just like okay and even even Lisa was just like it's so funny how things are just you know um we like click like it was just like we had we've known each other, even though we've talked on the phone and everything. But actually meeting somebody face to face is even different because you're not you don't have that you know like that buffer and everything. And it would just seemed like you know, hey girl, all right, you know. So it was it was it was informative, you know, and, and a blessing. So more to come to be announced. To be announced. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, I was also thinking just on the, on what you the question you asked me earlier and I was reflecting on I'm just going to say like Morgan Freeman and we you know about people suffering but still pressing their way through. Uh I think one of the issues is we as children of God think we ain't supposed to suffer. Yeah. 
we think we're supposed to be able to pray one time or, you know, because we do technically we do have the advantage, but we think that we're not supposed to endure hardship and we'll turn away too. So that, that kind of just ran through me because even yesterday, you know, when, um, like with her mom and stuff, when she was taught, you know, why I got to, why can't I have my miracle? You know, I say the same thing every day. <laughs> you know, but again, with God ha- being the author and the finisher of our faith, he knows the pathway he desires us to talk, to go. So we as children of God, we we want, we're looking for, I mean, really, none, nobody wants to suffer children of the world or children of God. So we're looking for the easy way out, but because it doesn't happen or manifest in five minutes, we quit. You know, so we don't think we we don't think we're supposed to suffer. We we ain't got to you know, especially the young generation because they already feel entitled. Okay, and I you know what, and that was and that was the lesson I learned yesterday, and I, I totally <laughs> I get lost easy, and I'm finding that I'm not finding. I know I'm not that big on patience. You know, especially if I have the instructions in front of me. I think it should go one way, but it goes another way. And so when we were meeting, we met in Aurora. And I've never been to Aurora. I mean, you know, I've never been to Aurora, you know. So and to go to a specific place is just like, okay. So um, I I plug it into my, you know, to Google, and I get the directions and everything. And everything was fine until I got off to got off the expressway to go to the restaurant. And so I'm driving and I and I'm driving, but I only I didn't read the directions correctly. And it said that once you get off you have to go nine miles and then make a left. And then at two hundred and fifty feet make a right and so on and so forth. And so I'm like all I saw was the 250 feet. I didn't see the nine miles. So I'm driving, and I drove for like, I'm like, okay, I don't see it. So I stopped. I pulled into a driveway. I turned around, and I went back, and I stopped again. And I turned around, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where I am. And so then I was like, okay, I went back to the directions, and that's when I found the error. It says nine miles. I'm like, oh, my bad, nine miles. So I'm driving, and it seemed like I went too. I didn't. I went too far. I'm like, maybe I passed it, only to find out. I'm thinking I went nine miles, and I only went like four or five. So then I hadn't gone far enough, and so I stopped again. So for it to take. Ten minutes from you getting off the expressway to getting to the restaurant, it took me twenty. And so I was just like, and so God was just like, that's what happens, you know. We we don't want to. We either get the instruction wrong, and we don't go back and ask Him what He said for clarity. Or we get the instruction right, but we don't go far enough, and we keep stopping and turning around and and delaying ourselves because we think it should be closer than it is. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, you know, 
So, uh, you know, it's like that's how we are in our walk. Like you were saying, it's like, oh, it should it should be right here. But right here is, uh, is, is he said it's a year. But you said six months should have been, six months feels like a year. So why isn't it here? I mean, and it is just like, and then we stop and we turn around and we start doing something else or, you know, and it's just we delay our own blessing. We delay our own appointment. And then sometimes we even miss the next leg of our of our journey and we have to wait for it to come around again because of what we do in the process. Mm-hmm. And then as I was coming back home, <laughs> I turned an hour drive into a two-hour drive because then I couldn't find my way back home. And, again, it was me. I, I, I kept passing up the signs. I kept passing up the streets. I kept going, and I found out as I was driving, um, as I found my way, I was riding either I went too far, I didn't go far enough, or I turned too soon, or, and it was just like, okay, Lord, I told you I got I got the message. We, we were not, you know, we we have to go back, and I, had, and I, and I kept going back to my direction. And um, every time I went back to the direction, I would see where I read it wrong. Wow. You know, and I'm like, oh, it said turn right. I turn left. Good luck. And and I'm turning, and I'm like, if somebody is actually watching me, they're looking at the car like, how many times is she gonna go in this in this circle? You know, and so, and then at the last, the the last leg before I could get on the expressway to get home, I was driving parallel to the street that I was supposed to be on. So I saw no signs on how to get on the expressway. And I'm like, where am I at, you know? And so finally I asked this, this, this guy, I'm like, how do I get to the expressway? I had even asked the lady earlier how do I at the gas station how I get there. And their instructions was good for what they knew. And I was like, so when I but when I went back to the instructions for myself, he would have had me going totally in the wrong direction. And so I went up, because he said, well, turn right here and go straight. you got to go some blocks, and then you'll run right into it. And so I turned, and right as I turned, I saw the sign that it was the expressway. And I was like, if I hadn't looked for the sign for myself, I would have passed it up, and I would have kept going straight like he had told me. You know, and 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 that's and that's what God wants us to do. And I was like, again, I said, Lord, I got the message. <laughs> Can I go home now? It's been two hours since I left the restaurant, and I should have been home an hour ago. So, you know, and I was getting frustrated, and I was getting, you know, angry, and, and my patience level was going down, you know. And I'm like, Lord, and I, and I felt my eyes tearing up because I'm like, I just want to get home now. That's all I want. I want to get home, you know. And and it's just when we we cannot use someone else's process. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. We cannot. Because the thing is, they give you what they know. I'm not saying that their way is not the right way, but their way might might not be the right way for you. You know, and God let us know in 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 the story about David when he was fighting Goliath and they tried to give him the king's armor or the soldier's armor and he tried it on but it was too heavy. It was too cumbersome for him. He didn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was too heavy for him. Those are the same things that we as believers have to understand. Don't ask to go through somebody else's that you wish you were somebody else. Don't you, we cannot ask somebody else how to get from A to B because their process may have taken them longer It may have taken them through something because of the people in their lives, because of their finances, because of their mental state, because of their emotions. Their process was probably is 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 tailored to them as the individual, and that's what God is letting us. It was letting us know in that story of David. Like it has to be tailored to you. We can share, so you can be encouraged. We can share, and you might be able to pull or glean something off of what somebody else used, but in the end, you still have to go back to God and ask him to tailor, you know, how how is your process cut for you? If we can tailor a suit, why do you not think that God is going to not tailor your, you know, your your blessing and your answer to your circumstance and your personality and who you are? And I'm done. I'm I'm going on mute. <laughs> well, please. Well, you know, you know, there's it, a whole bunch you said, but when you first said started out like, well, I ain't got patience, I laughed at myself. I said, yeah, okay, go ahead and start your own thing. We're going to see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing, and that's, and that's exactly what he's showing me because, um, when I first lost my job in December, you know, I was really antsy, like, Lord, what am I going to do, you know? And we at least were talking about that yesterday. I was like, okay, um, I have enough money to do this, this, and this. I need to save for this. I need to put up for this. And I didn't remember all the details of stuff that needs that I do on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Because you get so used to your routine, Mm -hmm. you know, and what you can do in your routine. And, um, but I was wrong because I'm like, oh, wait, I also do this and this and this. So everything that I, everything that I had planned was off. Just like if you just like building the house, if you off by inches or a foot or whatever, it throws off the symmetry of of the room and the doors and everything. That's pretty much that's pretty much where I was at by um, by the middle of January, you know. And at first, and this is how I know God has really grown me up a lot because I didn't panic. To God be the glory. Because I, Sam, I kid you not, and I, it's not like 
I ever grew up and lacked. We had money. I mean, we weren't rolling in it, but we were comfortable. So I don't know where the mentality came that I needed to have, like, a a, a surplus of, of cash or a surplus of anything. I don't know where that mentality came from. And um, and I've gone through all my surpluses. And I didn't panic. I was just like, okay. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm doing all I can do. And that's one thing we have to understand too. In our in our in our process, there's only so much you can do, and then there's the rest of it is all about God. Because basically, He is working through you for your good and to bring him glory. And Christ even let us know that he works through, he showed us that God works through us, through the Holy Spirit, as long as we are willing and able to do and willing to just surrender ourselves to him. He'll use our hands, he'll use our feet, he'll use us exactly how he needs to use us. And then we'll look around and we'll be like, wait, I didn't even know I knew that. How did I do that? You know, and so um, he has really shown me that I don't need all. I need is him. I, I, I was, tell, I was, you know, me and Lisa were sharing that yesterday too. Like he is showing us that it's all about him. It's nothing about what I can fix. It's nothing about what I can do. It's not nothing I can plan out. Now it's just like, okay, Lord, you know what? You know my situation, you know, show me what to do, you know, and he will do it. He will honor He will honor the request, but then we have to be willing to listen to it, his answer, and then willing to move. And those are, and those are always the, the, the things, something that we, we miss. We'll listen for the answer, and if we don't like the answer, we'll be like that rich man when he asks how he can he get into the kingdom of, you know, how can he get into the kingdom? And Christ told him, go and sell everything that you have to follow me, to come to me. And the rich man was like, uh-uh, I can't do it. I can't, you know. And that's where we are. We always say, oh, I can't do that. I can't, I can't give up all this stuff. And that's all it is, it's stuff. This stuff, and so it's it's encouraging. God encourages us daily. We just have to listen. Okay, now I'm going on mute. I'm serious. Goodness, someone's going on mute. Okay, for real this time though. <laughs> hey, but ain't you supposed to be in school, child? Anyway, yeah. Well, I guess we can knock out the list of this. I'll start on mine.
Okay, Charles Green, Sarakura Shiriko, no, that's going on. Jasmine friend, Fake justice and love, Muhammad. How should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Say, how should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Say, how should it go? Sarakaranaga, Sakara. Sean and Stephen. How should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Say, how should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Sarakaraka. How should it go? Say, should it go? Say, should it go? Nagaanda, Nagaanda, Nagosanda. Porombosa, Shirigasa, Shirigasa. Porombosaka. Nick Brandon, Holly Samantha, Hush, the Gossation, 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 Courtney Collin Brandon, hundred to go into the gun to 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 Alicia Alyssa Love, what should you go say? She go say 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 she go
and the other children on the back of the page. Okay, let's go with Edion. The move family. Who should go say she go say she go say she go say she go say move back at Who should go say she 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 veranda? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say she veranda? Who should go say Ganaka? Should go say she go say she go say Saka. The Tolan family. Hundred go to the Ganda 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 go to the Gasa. Rosaraga Saka. Teresa Crosby. Nancy Brewer. Yolanda Smith. Nancy Broad, Yolanda Smith, Keisha Haraneda Morgan McMillan and family, Jackson family. 
from there in the paint store. Hutter the gun to the go. Should have gone. Should have gone. Should have gone. Should have gone. Sharon, honey, the gun to the gun. Go say she 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 go Brandon Allen, honey, the gun to the gun. Go say she 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 go Sandy, honey, the gun to the gun. Go say she 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 go William Debbie, honey, the gun to the gun. Go say she 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 go say Young man on 107th Street, who should go say she go say Kevin Holton family, hundred go say she 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 go say go say go 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 Susie Ware, who should go say, 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 go say, should 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 go say, go say, should go say, go say, go say, Dave Rivera, hundred gun to the ghost of Sarka, Sakara. Kim Gavan, hundred gun to the gander 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 gun to the the Boylan's and the Strickland's. Horashishi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go Sirica. Horashishi to go say, she to go say, she to Grandaka. Horashilaka, Sakara. Patrician Arnold. Hushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go Sirica. Hushi to go say, she to go Sirica, Sakara. Tarisa. Hushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go Sirica. Hushi to go Sirica, Sakara. Teresa Walker. Honey to go to the Gandhi, go to the Gandhi, go to the Gandhi, go to the Gandhi, go say, she to go say, she to go Sirica, Sakara. And Monique, how she go say 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 she go Okay, and let's go ahead and knock out the leadership. Lisa Brown, who should go say she go say she run the casa? Who should go say she go say she run the rasa? Who should go say she go say she run the ca? For a brandaka sakara. Wally Horton, who should go say she go say she go say she go run Thomas Lawrence, she go say 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 she go
Reginald Foster, Rose Johnson, Rose Johnson, Donald Lawson, I'm brought to get this time now, 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 Lord. Borrowing to get this day, yes, 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 Father. Horrendous to go say yes, Father. Rambo Saka, Horrendous to go say yes, Holy Spirit. Boshidagasaka, thank you, Father. Roshidagasa, open him up, Randidigos, and move in that capacity. Harashida, let him begin to understand, Shidagoshida, how to flow that arena, Riyandra, as the Word of God. Touch him, Father. Roshidago, move in him, Lord. Rashidago, open him up, Father. Roshidago, thank you, Holy Spirit. Romborashidagasaraka, Father, we love our Yes, now he's a korobadaka. Hope Rashidika. Ha, yes, Holy Spirit. Sharadako. Sarayaka. Thank you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. Dale Lacarandala. Hundred to go say, she 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 go say. Hundred to go say, she go say, she go say, she go say, she go say. City of Atlanta. City of Atlanta, hundred again, 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 hundred TCC, Daniel Watson and the Watson family. Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go say? Who should go say she go say she go say she go Ha 
they will receive peace. It will. It may take a while, Father God, especially if they've lost someone due to violence. But, Lord, we just pray that they will receive justice and that they will receive peace, that they will be able to, they will, they will receive an ease in their spirit and in their heart, oh, Lord, so that they will not um, turn um, angry or bitter. But, Father God, we speak that no weapon of depression will come upon them, help them so that they will be able to function, that they will be able to continue to live, even if they, you know, especially that mother who's lost a child from due to violence. You know, sometimes they just be like, I don't, I don't want to go any further. But Father, we're speaking right now that you will give them the strength that they need to, to, to live and move on in, you know, in, in the process of the, of, you know, and we all know that, that we've talked about that this week about there's a process that even through the process of the grieving that they will continue to walk and they'll continue to move and they'll continue to just not look at life in anger and give them a heart that forgives that one, that person or persons, oh God, so that that will not manifest in their lives and in their body, causing them to shorten their lifespan, oh God. And we're coming for those who are dealing with uh, financial issues and where we're dealing and dealing with being a single parent, Father God. We're asking, oh Lord, that you will continue to watch over them because you said you would be a father to the fatherless. And you'll also be that mother to the motherless. You give that single parent, that mother or that father, the will and the do to do exactly what they need to do for their children, oh God. Help them in their finances, help them in their mental state, help them in their spirit, oh Lord, because Sometimes they just, they they are working to better themselves. They're working to give their children a better environment. And just sometimes they don't have peace. I pray for that one mother that was on uh, online who just sometimes feels worn down and she just wants to give up. And, Lord, I just pray right now that you will give her the strength and spirit, soul and body to just, look beyond the situation that she's in and see you working in in, in her favor, oh, Lord. And, Father, we come for those who are are dealing with addictions on a, a whole other level. They have, they have gone through the 12-step program. They have gone through, you know, come to you and you've delivered them and somehow they continue to go back, oh, Lord. Father, we pray right now that that door that's still cracked, that door or that window that's still open, oh, Lord, that they have not let shut, that you want it to be shut, oh, Lord, give them the strength right now to look at the situation for what it is. Look at the thing that still lets the, the enemy have a foothold in their life when it comes to that addiction and help them to close that door, oh, Lord. Help them to close that window so they will never go back that way again, that they will never even think to use that mode to to get through life again, that they will understand that they need to come to you and you alone. And, Father God, we just pray right now for those who are going through 
any kind of surgery process today, that you will guide the eyes and the hands of the specialist, be it a surgeon or 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 the, the person doing the testing, oh, Lord, we ask that you will watch their hands and watch let their minds continue to be focused on the job at hand and let them be able to see whatever needs to be seen so that it can be corrected. And, Father God, let them not walk in deception to call things out that are not there because of greed and because of of, of money, oh, Lord, but to, to walk in honesty and integrity in what they see. And, Father, we also comfort those who are standing in persecution because they're standing up and stating that Yeshua, your son, the Messiah, Christ Jesus, is their Lord and Savior. He is the only way to you. Father, as they profess this, give them the strength that they need in spirit, soul, and body to withstand the persecution that comes against them. Even in our own country, O oh Lord, as we are as the as the heat of the enemy rises and we are coming against we are being come against more and more, even to save Christ in the public, O oh Lord, is causing offense. So help us to not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ and not be ashamed to profess Christ as we go as we go about our day. And Lord, we just thank you and we honor you. And we come for those people of our seven degrees of separation. And we come for those in prayer shifting ministries and their church houses, oh God. That as there as the truth of your word goes forth, that we're able to encourage, that we're able to uplift, that we're able to just go forward and show the light of you within us, O oh Lord, and that we're able to just continue to speak for you and to give you glory and just help us to continue to just be the good stewards that you want us to be over your word and over your will and over your and you're over your blessings, and we thank you in advance because of all that you have done and that has just continued on throughout the generations. In Yeshua's name we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, Felicia. Yes, sir. Daughter wants you to pray for her. I'm sorry? Morgan wants you to pray for her. Okay. Okay. Stop harassing the cat. Tell him leave me alone. Hey, Morgan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Felicia. <laughs> Ooh, that was hesitant, huh, Felicia? What you going to say? I don't know if I'm going to like this. Um, you read the same train every day? See, what had happened was my dad has an issue with being late. <laughs> uh, blame it on everybody else. Um, uh, when, when, you, when you're running late, you're, you're usually catching the same train, though, right? Yeah. Supposed to be. <laughs> okay. Is there like a... Uh, um, is there like a young man or... or uh, I don't know. I don't think he's a student, but there's like this man that gives you like a. Uh, sometimes he gives you like a bad vibe when you see him on the train. Yeah. Okay. 
and sometimes and you purposely don't sit in that car. Um, okay, Lord. So here's the thing. That is just a, a physical representation of what you what you always have known. You always feel like you're being watched. You always feel like somebody is observed. You know, even when even when you're at school, you always have this feeling like you are being watched. But understand that. But you, because you know who you are, you know who you are. You know that you're protected. Just continue to be watchful of that feeling of being watched. Because sometimes you feel like somebody's anger is directed towards you. And the thing is, the enemy is mad because they can't touch you. That whole, the, the scripture that says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It always seems to happen like when, you, when you're walking to school or when you're, when, um, you know, when you're just doing your regular routine, always something happens in the general area of you, maybe after you've left an area or something like that. The enemy is so mad right now because he wants to be able to lay a hold of you, but he cannot. Continue to not be fearful because sometimes you you feel it you feel it rising up in you to be you know because you 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 are seeing your friends and the friends that you have are not where you are so they're being affected as well and so when we're praying for the seven degrees of separation we make sure that you pray for your seven degrees of separation as well and there's because the thing is they're there your friends are starting to try to bring more and more drama to you because they know that you have peace. But what happens is the enemy comes through your closest people, especially if they're not covered under the protection of the Most High. So, Father, we're coming right now for Morgan because the call that you have on your life, on her life, Father, is strong and it's bright. And it's meant for a certain time that's not yet come. But, Lord, you know that the enemy comes to destroy the light. And so we are speaking a, a, a protection around Morgan that only you can give her, oh, Lord, in the spiritual realm. We ask that you will encompass around her the the shield of her faith, oh, Lord, where there is any uh where there, where there is any holes, where there is any dents, oh, Lord, we ask that you will right now close them up, prepare them, strengthen them as she reads her word, as she prays to you, oh, Lord. We ask that you will continue to increase in her the way to remember what you have said in your word and stand on it, oh, God. No matter what anybody else says, let her continue to walk in the shadow of your wing, O oh Lord. And, Father, that entity that is trying to cause fear, that is watching her, O oh Lord, 
Blind them by your light, O oh Father, so that it cannot know where she is. Let her be hidden in the secret place of you, so even as she walks throughout her day, O oh Lord, that the enemy cannot see her, that she has the cloak of you upon her so strong, O oh Lord, that as she goes about, that only the people that need to know who she is and where she is will be able to find her. Let her be, let us all be, but let her be like Christ when he was, when the Pharisees tried to, tried to lay hands on the hands on him to imprison him, that they could not find him because you had let it be where he was hidden in you and he had hid himself in you. So hide her, O oh Lord, as she goes throughout her day. Protect her on every side from every attack that the enemy tries to come against you with because you said that no weapon formed shall prosper. So nothing against her mind, her spirit, or body, where she dwells at school, on the train, as she walks. So Father, keep her protected as only you can for your glory and for her good. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Okay, say amen is my own prayer. Okay, we'll go ahead and say amen. It's too late time. now. You took my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alicia, when you come, are you coming this way to get her? Uh, you hesitating too long now. <laughs> I'll switch with you. You can take Makia and I'll take Morgan. Well, no, I tell you what. I take your two, you take my three. Oh, no. Mm, You don't want that. Mr. Davis, the messy one. (laughs) He got to go. You might want to hold it down first. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to mess up any routine that you already have, you know, in place. So yeah. Okay. Who's trying to say something more? It's funny how she said that my friend, ex friends, are full of drama. That is true. And they attacked me. Well, not physically, because that wasn't going to happen. Anyway, <laughs> they verbally attacked me altogether, trying to make it seem as if I'm a bad person. But as I'm thinking about it, it's just like that really makes no sense. And they use stuff. And I know it was an enemy because they said specific things that hit certain points that made me just. And the thing is, they probably didn't even know what they were saying. And that's the sad part. Like, you know, they they don't even know why they came at you the way they did. So... And, and that's and that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing. You so as you go as you're as you go, you know, into your next level, going to college and stuff like that, just you have to um you have to make sure that you surround yourself with people of like mind. 
and like faith. That's why he says, can two walk, you know, can one walk with somebody, can someone of the light walk with someone in the darkness? Can we be unequally yoked with an unbeliever? Because the thing is, if you know that the saint that your friend is a believer and who prays and understands the spiritual nature of this world, then they will understand that certain things that they feel and see coming from you or even in their own situation is just that it's a spirit. And you have to be very careful because you don't want you don't want to have um landmines placed in your way because of certain you know, um, you know, letting people into your inner circle. So if that means that you have only two or three people that you know for sure, for sure are your friends, then that's that two or three people is all you need. Yeah, they weren't meant to be, to come with me wherever I'm going. Mm-mm. Father. So oh, I can speak now? No. <laughs> go ahead and do the rest of the list. No. No, go ahead. No. Continue. You can speak now. Oh, no, I can talk. But you can't fart. Did you speak? Uh, Felicia, you on your way now? (laughs) (laughs) There you go with that Hazleton thing again. I'm, you know, hey. Who's playing Scooby Doo? That was my alarm going off. I just I feel the love coming, you know, between y'all. I can't come between that. Sam, come on. Excuse me, number. Anyway. Okay, so we got enough to pray. We got discernment, peace, long suffering. Favor. So uh, pick and choose, pick and choose. Anybody want to pray? All right. So for favor, discernment, peace, and patience, the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, so Lord, we come for the fruit of the Spirit. Patience and Perseverance and long suffering and favor, unmerited favor. Lord, we come that you help us to learn how to use each one wisely. So we're also praying for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. 
as well as the discerning power to be able to interpret as needed and use as effectively as possible. We don't want to use the wrong tool, the wrong fruit for the wrong situation, Father. So just help us to be able to include in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, discerning power, to use the fruit of your spirit within us for our good and for your glory so that we so that we can reflect Christ in us more effectively because he is the reason why we have the fruit of the spirit. He is the reason why we're able to walk humbly before you and say that you are our God and we are your child. So Lord, let us increase in help us increase in our wisdom, knowledge, understanding, increase our discerning power, as well as let us to be able to tap in to the fruit of your spirit, and we thank you and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, we come. Amen. Amen. Um, supernatural, superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents on a synergistic and increasing basis. All right. So everything that he just said. <laughs> yeah, that that time. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's like everything is connected. Everything is connected. And you even explained it in your word where you said the body of Christ. Who can be, if if I'm the toe, how can I be the foot? And if I'm the ear, how can I be the mouth? We're supposed to all be able to work together, Father God, in our in as the body of Christ, as well as in our own physical body, oh, Lord, to help us to be able to tap into the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and be able to work our gifts and callings accordingly, help us to be able to work our spirit, body, and soul together, help us to be able to be so connected to you that when your spirit moves, our spirit moves, and it has power and control over our emotions and over our flesh, oh Lord, as it's supposed to as it's supposed to be, so that we can walk according to your will and for your glory. And we thank you. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, what we got next? Discernment. Rose discernment. Strength. Uh health, healing and restoration. I don't know you call her. Oh, you ain't day, child. I hardly ever do. Health, healing, and restoration. Father God, you've shown that we can have healing. In your word, you have shown us that we can have healing. You did it to the, with the blind man. You did it with the crippled man. You did it with the one struck with um, struck with seizures, oh, God. So we're coming right now for a divine healing and restoration of those who are dealing with cancer recovery, those who are dealing, oh, sorry, those who are dealing with arthritis, those who are dealing with issues with the um, 
with the sickle cell and with um, things of the body from the skeletal system all the way down to the uh, the arteries, oh Lord. So we're coming right now that you will give a divine healing and show us what it is that's hindering our healing. Father, Lord, Father God, just show us because everything is connected. Our emotions, our spirit, our body is all connected. So if we're dealing with stubbornness, if we're dealing with um, if we're dealing with uh, depression, if we're dealing with um, anger issues, if we're dealing with hate issues, if we're dealing with um, with low esteem issues, anything that will help hinder us, oh Lord, that will show that will slowly bring a Upon a physical, a physical um, out showing of what is going on inside of us, oh Lord, help us to fix it, help us to correct it, so that and once it's done, turn our body around, and so it can be aligned with our spirit, oh Lord. So as we increase in our relationship with you, spiritual oh Lord, let our body. Reverse itself. Renew us, O oh Lord, in our body. Renew us, O oh Lord, in our bones, in our in our arteries. Renew us, O oh Lord, in our blood. Renew us, O oh Lord, so that we can walk and look and feel like we feel in our spirit, light as you are light, whole as you make us whole. And we thank you and praise you. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Um, renewing of our youth. Renewing of our youth. If I could turn back time, we can't, but you can, Lord. You can turn back time. Maybe not as far as the years, but as far as in our mind. I want to be, we want to be like a lot of our 90-year-olds, Father. Some of them are still in their right mind and in, in, in walking and active. Let us be that eternally young. Even as we age in years, let our mental and physical state continue to be as that of the youth so that we can walk and move and think and go about what we need to do for your glory and for our good. Amen. Amen. Uh, Renewing of our minds. I did that one. Okay, I'm trying to think. Other than that, is uh, walking in the realm supernatural. I think you did that too. I think that's about it. Oh, what? Anything you can think of? Good morning. Good morning. All right, and then she come on when we get to the end of the list. Then she gonna say good morning. She been hiding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I want to say a prayer for the youth. Oh. Um, it says hello, Lisa. 
Huh? And Morgan says hello. Hey, Morgan. Ouch, child. Oh, she ain't gonna make it through the day. Are uh, y'all was something? I was making noise on this end. What was that? Are you still at, Are you still at home? Yeah, she ain't going to school. Yesterday her head was hurting. Today, I ain't even gonna ask. That's all right, child. Stay back there if you want to. Give me about ten seconds. Ten seconds from what? <laughs> anyway, what's that on your on your thing? Okay, we did all of this to sis. So, what else we need to do? Ow! Are you on a reading or anything? Yeah, we're going to do a reading or anything. I got to go get the book to do it. What? Do I'm going to play this music while I finish my juice, then I'm going to get the book. How about that? And then before you do the reading, I need an interpretation. Oh, Lord. You can go ahead and get your stuff. Oh, now she about to put me. Go get your stuff because I got some works for you. I got works for you. Mm, oh, oh, yes. Move, child. You gonna miss me when I go out to college? Child, you ain't gonna make it. You keep messing with me. No fees. Ain't no fees except for a burial fee. You keep messing with me. Well, <laughs> I got a barbecue grill. I didn't say I was going to eat you. <laughs> and tell my barbecue, everybody on the block, come over, so I just feed them you. <laughs> oh, Your story may not be my story, but all of us got something to 
Alright, what's your thing you need interpreted? Um, I can wait. Do you mind if I wait till after it? I'm sorry. That's fine, don't matter me. Okay, hara brandi shiri ko horam brandi de gandi de gandi de gandi de gandi de randi de go se shiri go se shiri go se shiri go se shiri go saranda ka ha horandi de go se shiri go se shiri go randi de go sa haraka na de go sa saraka. Alright. Okay, where did I leave off at? Oh, he's talking about the beautiful and all of that stuff. Okay. On the opposite side of the hall of justification is the armory. Over the door entrance are the words, fight the good fight of faith, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. In this room are preserved many of the instruments of warfare used by God's servants in ancient times. Here is to be seen Moses' rod the hammer and the nail which J.L. slew Sisera, the pitchers, trumpets, and lamps with which Gideon put to fight the armies of Midian, the ox gold where was Shamagah slew 600 men, the jawbone with which Samson destroyed 1,000 Philistines, and last but not least, the sling and stone <coughs> which which David slew Goliath of Gath. There are also many other relics of ram's horns and handkerchiefs to heal the sick, the crews in which the window kept the oil, etc., but the purpose of this room is principally to furnish weapons and armor for Christian soldiers, and in it are to be found in abundance helmets, swords, shields, breastplates, girdles, and sandals. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore we are able to put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6:13-18. Crossing again to the right of the hall, in the rear of the park, we find a small room called the office. This is a room not sufficiently noticed in the Christian life because it is a room of Christian stewardship from which comes the funds to carry on all the Christian work. It is neatly fitted up with desks, chairs, safe, and shelves to hold the annual reports of missionary societies and different organizations of Christian work. There are also boxes to hold envelopes for weekly and monthly offerings on the back of which is printed upon the first day of the week that every one of you laid by him in store as God has prospered him. 1 Corinthians 16 and 2. And over the safe hangs the scripture text, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that ye may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there should be not enough room to receive it. Malachi 3 and 10. Passing the office, we enter to the study. This is a beautiful room with circular bay window facing the sunrise and is splendidly adapted to the early morning study of the scriptures. On the broad flat top study, a table will be found, translation of the scriptures, concordances, Bible textbooks, and dictionaries, commentaries, etc. While the shelves that lie in the room are filled with biographical sketches of missionaries, martyrs, and the saints of all ages, church histories, expositions of Bible doctrines, volumes and sermons, and Christian evidences of all kinds, on the wall in front of the study tables are the words, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me, John 5 and 39. Opposite the study on oh, opposite the study on the other side of the hall is the picture gallery. This room is as beautiful as a study with circular bay windows. As it faces the west, the light is good. As it faces the west, the light is good to produce the best effect on the pictures that line its walls. 
These pictures are representations of Old and New Testament incidents that bring out and type the life and character of the master. Among the great paintings in the gallery are Abraham offering Isaac, the blood upon the doorpost, Moses smiting the rock, serpent in the wilderness, the scapegoat, Daniel and the lion's den, the transfiguration, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension, passing out in the galleries but a step to the left, the banqueting room. Over the door of the entrance in large letters, he brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner was over, and his banner over me was love. <clears throat> Song of Solomon 2 and 4. In this room, the tables are laden with the richest violins and the most costly wines, for the Lord of hosts shall make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the leaves, of fat things full of marrow, and wines on the leaves well refined, Isaiah 25 and 6. The ceiling and the walls of this banqueting room are richly frescoed on fruit and floral design. And over the sideboards, I read, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. John 6 and 35. <clears throat> in the rear of the banqueting room is the kitchen, where the employees of the palace prepare the feast and they serve in the banqueting room. Retracing our steps to the large hall, we leave the first floor and ascend the broad stairway, stopping on the first landing to admire the beautiful old grandfather's clock that stands there. But quick in our paces, read on this dial the words, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. <clears throat> Ephesians 5 and six, five and 16. The first room to the right of the head of the stairs is the bathroom. Here, there is every convenience for the cleansing of the body and the application of cosmetics, but we will not stop here if we are already supposed to be clean through the word, John 15 and 3. And, have to, and, ha, and to have been saved by the washing of regeneration, Titus 3 and 5, which we have symbolized by baptism, Romans 6, 3 and 4. We now enter the first chamber, the chamber of the surrendered will. The door to this chamber is called consecration, and over it is written the words, I beseech you, brethren, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Romans 12 and 1. The doorway is narrow, and only those who can enter in are willing to not only give up every known sin, but to lay aside every weight that interferes with the running the Christian race. Hebrews 12 and 1. This room is directly over the picture gallery and has a bay window glass, and as it faces the west, the setting sun floods it with glory and fills the soul that is conscious of having yielded all to God with a heavenly light. From this chamber through a communicating door, we pass into the chamber of assurance. I'm going to just stop it there. Okay. Okay, so again, he's just kind of outlining this this palace again. So we're going to start with the armory. So over the door entrance are the words, Fight the good fight of faith, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. In this room, I preserve many of the instruments of warfare used by God's servants in ancient times. Here's the scene, Moses' rod, the hammer and nail on which Jael slew Sisera, the pictures, trumpets, and lamps with which Gideon put to fight the armies of Midian, the ox gold wherewith Sangar slew 600 men, the jawbone which Samson destroyed 1,000 Philistines, and last but not least, the sling and the stone which David slew Goliath for Gath. There are also many other relics, as ram's horns, handkerchiefs to heal the sick, the crews in which the window kept oil, etc., the purpose of this room is principally to furnish weapons and armor for Christian soldiers, and in it are to be found in abundance, helmets, swords, shields, breastplates, girdles, and sandals. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual weakness in high places. Wherefore, we are able to put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6, 13-18.
I'm just, you know, as we're looking at this, these are not common weapons <laughs> that we would think as weapons. He gets to the common weapons when he starts talking about the armor, the sword, and the shield. But the first one, she starts out with a rod, a hammer, and a nail, a jawbones, ass, pictures, and trumpets. But some of God's biggest victories were won with things that are that we would not consider to be weapons. You know, so, and and I guess the key is, it's not so much the weapon as it is the the God who gave you the weapon. So when God tells you to do this strange thing, using this strange thing, you got to trust and believe God and just move out on it. A rock, David's gonna, a, a little boy is going to kill a, a, a overgrown giant of a man with a sling and a rock. Okay, that's got to be God. And see, that's what God's doing in most of our lives right now. And again, when I'm talking about us going up for leadership and getting being used to in, in, in chaotic situations and, 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 you know, still finding peace and stuff like that, that's God preparing you so that you too will be listed in the, again, I say the Acts of the Apostles are still being written. So as God is preparing you so you too will be able to in a position that he can write about your great exploits. And it's not because it's you who are great, but it's just you who have been placed in a situation and you are, first of all, trained and equipped and qualified by God to do the job that is at hand. And you've got enough trust that you're going to use these strange weapons to do God's work. The office. The office is not sufficiently noticed in a Christian life because it's a room of Christian stewardship, from which comes the funds to carry on all Christian work. It's neatly fitted up with desks, chairs, safe, and shelves to hold the annual reports of missionary societies and different organizations of Christian work. There are also boxes to hold envelopes for weekly and monthly offerings on the bank is which is printed on the back of which is printed upon the first day of the week, that everyone you lay by him in store as God prosper him. First Corinthians sixteen and two. And over the safe hangs the scripture text Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith said the Lord of hosts. If I not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, there shouldn't be not enough room to receive it. Malachi three and ten. So now the office is basically the paperwork area where the, everything is kept. And he said, neatly in order. I'm like, Lord, that ain't my office. But anyway, <sighs> the study. This is a beautiful room with the circular bay window facing the sunrise and splendidly adapting to the early morning study of the scriptures. Early morning study of the scriptures. Even though we do understand that we study them all day long, but right now he's just saying early morning study of the scriptures. On the broad flat top study are to be found translation of scriptures, concordances, Bible, textbooks, and dictionaries, commentaries, etc. Uh, the shelves of line rooms are filled with the biographical sketches of missionaries, martyrs, and saints of all ages, church histories, expositions of Bible doctrines, volumes of sermons, and Christian evidence of all kinds. Okay, so the study is basically like a history room, you know, all your books and your things you need to understand and get a better understanding of, of, of the God's Word. <coughs> Opposite the study on the side of the hall is the picture gallery. This room is beautiful to study with the circular bay window, and as it faces the west, the light is good to produce the best effect on the pictures aligned its walls. These pictures are a representation of Old and New Testament incidents that bring out the type of life and character of the master. Among the great paintings in the gallery are Abraham's offering Isaac, the blood upon the doorpost, Moses smiting the rock, the serpent in the wilderness, the scapegoat, the Daniel in the lion's den, the transfiguration, the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Passing the picture gallery is but a step to the left. So right now, that that, that area there is just 
picture of all the great feats, the great exploits that, that have taken place in the Word of God and have, have a picture representations of the event. Next is the banqueting room. Over the door entrance is painted in large letters. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love, Song of Solomon 2 and 4. <clears throat> in this room, the tables are laden with the richest violins and the most costly wines, for the Lord of hosts shall make unto all people a feast of fat things, feast of wines on the leaves, fat things full of smile, or wines on the leaves well refined, Isaiah 25 and 6. The ceiling and walls of this banqueting room are richly fresque and fruit and floor designs, and over the sideboards of the words, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believes in me shall never thirst, John 6 and 35. In the rear of the banqueting room, the kitchens where the employees of the palace prepare the feast, they serve in the banqueting room. We're chasing to our steps of the last hall. We leave the first floor and send to the broad stair. We stop on our first landing to admire the beautiful old grandfather's clock that stands there, but quicken our paces we read on his dial the words, Redeeming the time because the days are evil, Ephesians 5 and 16. So the banqueting room, basically where we go and eat, Jesus is the bread of life. He who comes up, he that, <clears throat> that, he that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believes in me shall never thirst. So if we come to God and we believe in God, he's going to take care of us. Then we get to the bathroom. This is, a, this is every convenience for the cleansing of the body and application of cosmetics. But now stop here. If we are already supposed to be clean through the word, John 15 and 3, and have been saved by the washing and regeneration, Titus 3 and 5, which is symbolized by baptism, Romans 6, 3 and 4. <clears throat> we now enter the first chamber, the chamber of the surrender will. The door to this chamber is called the consecration. And over I written the words, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service, Romans 12 and 1. The door is narrow, and only those who can enter are willing not only to give up every known sin, but lay aside every weight that interferes with the running the Christian race, Hebrews 12 and 1. This room is directly over the picture gallery, and it has a bay window glass as it faces the west. The setting the sun floods with glory and fills the soul that is conscious, having yielded all to God with a heavenly light. From this chamber, through communicating, we pass into the chamber of assurance, and that's where I stopped. Okay, questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. Hello. Questions, comments, criticism once. Questions, comments, criticism twice. Questions, comments, criticism three times. And write it in. Okay, done deal. Lisa, you want something? Hello. Uh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. You are so silly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, so no question comes criticism, so prayer request. Well, since everybody's on mute right now, you can start with me. Okay, I'll start with you. Hey, Felicia. Felicia, you can come off mute. Yes, sir. I got two pictures of my mouth. I have to hold on a second. 
you got two pairs of socks in your hand. Is that what you said? I'm brushing my teeth. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm going to pray for Pam. Then when I finish praying for Pam, then you pray for Pam, okay? Okay. All right. And make sure you're using gargle well and all that other stuff. All right. Father God, I want to pray for Pam. How did you sleep, Pam? I was going to ask you that question earlier. How did I what? How did you sleep? Um, very little since I went to bed late. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. I'll pray for you. Rashi to go brandy to go sesh and dander to go and did a gun, 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 Harambo Keshe, Harambo Shakande, Horombo Kose and Oko Rande Keshe Kayanda, Rombo Seke and Oko, Rombo Seke and Oko. Rande sheyo romba sa rande ke sheyam brando ko hande de ko rande de ko stende de ko rande de ko rande de ko haram brasi de ko ndike haram brasi de ko ndike shan rande de ko sande de ke harande de ko sande yan boko rande ke harande sheke yeke sandara Hi, yes, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the covering and for the anointing, Lord. Continue to pour forth your your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding into her life, Father. Let her rise up as you are positioning her, Lord. Let her rise up, Father, you are using her, Lord. Let her rise up, Father, and seek you, Lord. As the Word of God is transforming her. As the word of God is making her into whom you called her to be, Father. Rush to God. Let her rise up. Rush to God. Say, Rush to God. Thank you, Father. Rombrande, for covering her. Yerugosa, Dadagada, and speaking to her. Shirugosa, in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. And amen. Amen. All righty then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready, Felicia? Father God, we come right now to Pam. Lord, we thank you because she is a she is helping hands. She is helping hands, Lord. She has she always is quick to help. Quick to support. Wherever she is needed. Continue to strengthen her father. Whatever, whatever she gives out, Father, we ask that you would give it back to her a hundredfold, mm-hmm. be it in her health, in her finances, even in her spirit, oh Lord. Sometimes she feels tired. Sometimes she feels worn out. 
sometimes she even feels stretched by the beyond of beyond capacity. But Father, we know that you can in the large term to encompass everything that you want her to put her hand to. The Lord just just strengthen her. Increase what she increase her where she needs to be increased. Be her strength where she feels weak. And Lord, just continue to bless her as she blesses others. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know I have a bad temper. You will be pushing me. Okay, who else? Who next? Me, me, me. Who's me? Oh, Felicia. Oh, Felicia. Okay, woman of God, vessel of God, you ready? Felicia. Am I ever? No, but, you know. Text, child. Oh. Goodness gracious. Father God, let me pray for Felicia. See, you know what? I'm going back to what you said. And this is the very thing we complain about, but you see what the difference it makes. You were talking about when you were ministering and you were talking about how you had a pain in your in your body because and God told you that it was um what you call what rigor mortis setting in because you were dead and you weren't moving mm-hmm. and then you were limping and you were in pain but then now because you've been forced to move you don't have the luxury of laying back in choice I mean you do but if you want to survive you recognize you got to get up and do something right and you doing that, you see how this rigor mortis has been setting in is now beginning to leave you. Correct? Yes. So, the very thing we complain about, the hardships, the trials, the tribulations, we see the evidence of God using those things to work out our lives, to get us where we need to be. And to help us. So part of the battle, which is what I was talking about earlier, is for us to learn how to shut up in the midst of the trials. Yes, we we, want to complain. like it and it's hot. But it's going back, like I told you before, when you get to the point that in the midst of the chaos, you can still operate out of peace and see and hear from God and give direction. That's where he's getting you to. So, once again, just get used to the fire, recognize that the fire is being used for his purposes, and that you are growing in the midst of it. Every now and then, go ahead and let out a holler or scream, because it is still fire. And you still are going to die to yourself. So, don't fight those things. Understand those things. 
seek the purpose in the midst of the pain, that will help to get you out quicker. I'm not going to say out of the fire, but I'm going to say out of your situation. And that is my prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Is Lisa on the line? Lisa, you on the line? I need some help. She needs some help. My child looking for somebody to give us some help. Yes. Help. Yes. I am. I'm trying to um get myself together here. Here, talk to people on the line, child. Here, somebody help her, child. Help her. <laughs> oh, somebody. <laughs> Go ahead, tell Felipe everything she said is already happening. Ouch. So I purposely didn't come to school today because I knew it would be drama. And out of nowhere, I get a text saying it was an argument between two people about my placement in the situation. One says I'm a problem because I started an issue. The other one understands what's happening and knows that I'm not and that they verbally jumped on me. Where I'm at? Right now. And what makes it worse is that all of these people who play a component are in every single class with me every day. So you don't you have no idea what they're talking about? Like this this is something that happened when you were not there? I know exactly what they're talking about because me and my supposed friends got into an argument last night. Mm. So many different things. So yeah. You got so the argument that you got into with your friend had was independent of. I'm confused. I'm sorry. It's teenage drama. You gonna be confused because I'm kind of <laughs> confused too. <laughs> well, tell you what. Thing is, just because somebody invites you to a party doesn't mean you have to show up. You know what I mean by that? One more time. I said just because somebody invites you to a party doesn't mean that you have to show up. They can send you an invitation all day. doesn't mean you got to go. So it seems like some folks that sent you a drama invitation doesn't mean you got to show up for the party, sister. Nope, tell me you will not be RSVPing for this party. They can give your invitation to somebody else. And that's the way you have to do it because people, you know, people messy. Teenagers are messy. Girls are messy. So you have a choice. You can't control what other people do. You have a choice on your response. Remember that life is 10% what happens and 90% of how you respond to it. So don't get involved. They're trying to... They're trying to pull you in. Whoever is trying to pull you in, don't go to the party. If you go to the party and somebody starts shooting, guess what? If you get shot, you can't complain because you knew it was dangerous when you went. Don't go. See, I need to talk to you more often. My dad would have just looked at me. (laughs) Well, that's that's where females come into play, honey bunch. That's why you got all these aunties. (laughs) Amen. 
And it's funny how aunties more I like my real aunties, but anyway. Well, that's all right because God makes provisions in the village to raise the children. That's why there's a village, sweet pea. That's why there's a village. Because everybody is not, you know, everybody's at a different place. Everybody has different strong suits. Everybody's not strong in the same way. But I'm going to tell you, I can tell you, girlfriend, don't go to the park. You have to be strong. You can't. See, you have a special calling on your life, and because you have a special calling on your life, you can't behave. You have to walk circumspect. You have to do things differently. And don't think they're not watching you. Don't think they're not watching because they are. You, you have a responsibility, and you have a duty to behave differently. You have to be peculiar. You have to be different. You have to be the peacemaker. You have to be the pillar. So you, 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 you don't have the luxury of behaving like everybody else because you know God. So right now, in this season, you're being tested. And what you do in this season and how you respond to the situation is going to be very important, Morgan. Very important. So I did make a good decision to stay at home. Thank you. Well, I'm, okay. Because I, right I know I wasn't in the mood this morning. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me ask you a question. How long are you going to stay at home? Just today. When you go back to school tomorrow, let's say somebody try to kick off some drama. What you going to do? You're going to do what? I'm just look at them. Okay, and don't say a word. You don't have to respond. Don't say a word. Don't give them any fuel. Don't say a word. Don't say nothing. If it ain't good morning, how was your day, what you doing after school, whatever, whatever, don't say a word. Life and death is in the um, power, uh, the power of life and death is in the tongue, baby girl. Don't say nothing. Don't give anybody any words, any ammunition to say you said nothing. She said this. She did. <clears throat> nope. Mm-mm. Don't say nothing about it, period. Don't even address it. You hear me? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You got to make sure you do that, though. I know it's hard when you get in a situation of people pushing buttons. But you are you are to walk circumspect. You are to be peculiar in this situation. You are not to handle it the way anybody else will handle it because you are not like everybody else. I can have that drama. You can already graduate. Anybody got time for that nonsense? I'm graduating way better off than all of them, to be honest. Oh, yeah? I'm way better off than everybody else. Are they not going away to school or something? I'm better off than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, just remember that. Tell me, baby. Count those blessings. That's all you have to. You have to remember. Don't jeopardize. You're too close. You're too close. Don't don't jeopardize all that. In a, in a little bit, you'll be away at school. What school you going to? Or do you know yet? Uh-uh. I haven't gotten all my acceptance. Okay. Well, whatever it is, you're getting ready to go to school. You'll be. Are you 18 yet? No, not yet. Okay, but you will be. Your birthday's in August, right? Mhm. Yep. You will be, and um, <clears throat> people still feeling. Grown folks are still feeling. Let me tell you, 
but it'll be different. So, because can I tell you something? Ain't nobody trying to pay $20,000 a year to be silly and mess up and get put out of school. So your situation is going to be a little bit different when you go away. Just stand, like your father said, stand and stand there for in this situation. Do not allow anybody to throw you off in your square. You ride this out to the end of the school year. You almost done. Those people who are meant to be in your life will be in your life. They will be positive. They will unlift you. They will motivate you. They will push you towards your goal. Anybody else, throw up the deuces. You feel me? Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's where we're going to do that. That's how we're going to play this out. Can I just go into school and throw oil on everybody? Daddy. <laughs> We <laughs> girl. I have my own personal oil thing. I can't throw it all at once. It, it's too nice. Girl, throw it on yourself. Protect yourself. Throw it on yourself. Got to do the rest. You make sure that you are the example. Got to start with yourself first. Make sure you write. And then God will do what he needs to do with whomever he needs to do it with. Because he knows what everybody needs individually. Jesus. Amen. 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 But, you know, Jesus might present himself in different ways to different folks. So you just continue to pray for them. You just continue to sufficient for God's presence in their lives on their behalf. And um, make sure that, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do and everything is going to work itself out. But you got to be strong. Because so. these kids today, y'all not like we were. Okay, we were kind of crazy and foul in a different way. But, you you know, y'all a little bit different. So you have to just, you have to be the pillar and you have to stand strong. And, and you have to do it in this situation. My recommendation is that you be a silent pillar. Give the enemy no room. And that's including with your words. So that's all I have to say about it. I still want to know where Eric is at. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, That's Sammy. I don't nobody understand you but the Holy Spirit. And he be shaking his head sometimes. Like, really? <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, Erica wanted to pray. Anyway, she didn't know. Listen. Erica, what? Huh? What you say about her? I said Erica wanted prayer. We wasn't gonna be able to listen. I'm about to text her. Did she go back to work yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you want to discuss your thing, Majigama Bible? <sighs> well. I I had changed my mind about it, but now I'm going to go ahead. I ain't going to be no punk. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I just I don't know. I'm just I I, I don't I don't get I don't understand all this here that's going on with me. Um, you don't understand all the what? I said I don't understand all this here that's going on with me. Use a cutting board. You gonna cut my counter up with that knife, baby? How? You gonna slash the counter up? How? With that. That's why I can. Well, y'all gotta go get y'all on now. Um. So, I before, you know, I used to have really, 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 really good dreams all the time. And in this last, since this situation has happened, well, probably in the last two years, maybe a year and a half, maybe a year and a half, I just, I think God's been talking to me in my dreams. Like, I know for a fact that he's, there's this angel that he sends to talk to me. It's always the same one. And we talk and, you know, the angel tells me things. I've shared this with you all before. But um, <clears throat> now I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh. Like last night. It's weird because I'll have a dream. You know, in my dream, I'm not sleeping well anyway these days. I'm tired all the time. I was telling Felicia that yesterday um, because my mind keeps reeling and spinning and reeling and spinning constantly. This, the situation happened at the school. And so I will have a dream, you know, like where God sends somebody to talk to me and I see things and blah, blah, blah. And then right after that, I will have the most horrible nightmare. I mean, I ain't never had nightmares like this since I was in high school. Like, it was, like, last night, I had, um, last night I had a dream that there were two girls, two little girls, and I, and I guess the lady, the lady was, and a doctor's mom, you know, maybe a foster mom or something like that. I don't know. But there was so much, it was horrible. <clears throat> there was so much blood because she had a, like a meat cleaver. You know what I'm talking about, the cleavers? Mm-hmm. She was like, this, this baby's had on nightgowns, like they were white nightgowns. <clears throat> and she was just cutting them. The cleavers, the back, she had them. Um, but she had them both like tied down to chairs with two of them in the kitchen. It was a kitchen. And they were tied down with rope and she was like tied down. cutting. Huh? So who was tied down? The two girls. The two girls. They they were not little bitty girls. They looked like they were maybe probably like between eleven and twelve, I wanna say. Somewhere around that. Because they weren't real little and they weren't like teen, older teenagers, like more than they, they weren't that either, like preteen. And they had, and I remember their hair was like kind of over their faces. I couldn't exactly see their faces. I'm like an outside party looking in, and she was cutting them, like just cutting them, but it was through their night down, but she had torn a piece so she could expose their back and just cutting them. And, and then, 
I know, I remember seeing it just like in sheer horror. Like, oh my God. And they were like, they were screaming a little bit, but not as much as you would expect for somebody who's getting that done to him. And then she would like, want, like, keep the thing up on the stove and then burning with it. So she was cutting them and burning them and just, and just looking crazy. But she was calm. And, and that just, it was, it was the most horrifying thing I'd ever seen in real life or in a dream ever. And I just woke up and I was like, God, I can't do this anymore. I just can't take it. Like, it was horrible. But the crazy part is the dream right before that was, um, <clears throat> was me. Like, I don't know if any of you all in the sense of just going to know about how hilly it is. Like, the most perfect street in the world is, like, down um, very, very hilly there. Um, and you know California has the mountains and stuff, and they're very high. They're like the for real deal mountains. You have to talk Rocky Mountains and all that stuff. So, and I'm afraid of, definitely afraid of heights. And um, so in this dream, I was, at, and I've had a lot of these mountain dreams, like just you know driving like around, you know, on the edge of the mountain driving around it and looking over and being terrified and um and then in the one last night the car that I was in I wasn't driving, I don't even know who was driving but it almost went over the side. And I just remember the whole time going, Oh my God you know, 'cause I'm I'm afraid I'm when I tell you I'm deathly afraid, I'm deathly afraid. And um I don't know. It's just, I can't, this is getting out of control. But I don't know why I would have a horrible, I mean, I can't explain to you guys how horrible that dream was with those little girls. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm just, it's like some kind of strange dichotomy between the angels coming and talking to me, and then that horrible stuff. And I'm just like, man, what the hell? I, I don't know. This ain't working. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, you have one dream one night, which is a good and beautiful thing, then you have another dream the other night, which is totally the opposite. Yeah. And it's multiple dreams in the night now. It used to be just one. Now it's multiple. Like last night, it was multiple crazy dreams. Okay. Now, but I'm going to back you up even further. Remember when we had that that um, thing about the Western and walking down the street, mm-hmm. down and up and down? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was symbolic of... The shovel, remember, we talked about you are sowing seed. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're sowing seed, majority of times you're not sowing for just yourself. You're sowing for others. That's the representation of the girls. Those are others who you are standing in a gap for, and God is using and positioning you. Oh, so now the down is what the enemy is trying to take you. Know what I mean, because like I say, even in the in the in the um. 
thing that I had about you, you were going up and down, like, you know, like a up, down, up and down, like stock market. But the road was going up and down, and, and the enemy was trying to take you out but was never able to. And it's the same thing. You're going through these, it's like a huge swing to the left, a huge swing to the right. They're not like you always said, there's no balance. There's no just straightforwardness, which is what you would desire. But through it all, God is still moving you ahead. Through it all, you are still pressing on. And through it all, you too will learn to not be afraid in the midst of it. You too will learn to face your enemy. And regardless of what's going on, to t- and, and, to you, and to walk in the power and authority that God has given you to walk in. So, but these, again, we're going back to yesterday. These are the processes that has to develop that kind of rock-solid faith and understanding and, and anointing. So, and this is for you and Felicia. And that's probably why he even put, um, hooked the two of you up together so that you all can strengthen each other. Yin and yang, up and down, in and out, however the saying goes, so that you all can walk this pathway as you all go through your ups and downs, but still get the balance that you need to keep up so that you sooner or later, you because see, what's going to happen over a period of time is not that the role will balance itself out, but that you will be balanced. And you will be steadfast. And even to the point that if you need to... Speak to that road. If you need to speak to the trials and tribulation, just like Jesus spoke to the storm and he calls peace, be still. So even if you need to do that, then <clears throat> it will happen. So these are the processes like we talked about yesterday that I faith. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were finished. Yeah, well. Because then I was, I had gone to Bible class last night and had a really good Bible class on this, and I'm like, what is really going on? Like yesterday was a really good day. We had a really good prayer call in the morning. Um, you know, to, I forgot what I did. Oh, but I met with Felicia. We had a really good meeting. It was a really good day. We were the Bible class. My daughter had praise in for the first time. It was a fantastic day. My daughter was sleeping. I'm like, what in the hell? Fire and damnation. What the heck, man? I know people have, like, you know, like, if you watch a scary movie, I don't even watch those movies no more. I, I don't know. I don't, it's your. I don't know. I just feel like I don't even know how to explain to y'all. I just feel like I'm just being drawn and quartered some days. It is nuts. Like you said, the up and the down, the you know, the the polar opposite of of the dreams and just how, you know, I just feel I don't know. I'm I don't know what I is doing, man. And I just feel like I mean, I know that I get it. You know, we know the stuff that we know, right? And y'all are like, oh, you know, now you're doing it. You know, okay, I know that. I get it. But damn, it's like, it's been like this my whole freaking life. Like, just having to, it's been one thing after another. And it's like, oh, you know, we made it through that. Okay, we made it through that. Okay. 
you know, it's it's weird. It's just weird, and I don't understand any of it. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to give the impression like I'm at some kind of breaking point, and it's nothing like that. It's just what, why? I feel like my entire life has been nothing but a freaking science experiment. And then I had to talk. I said, and this might not be right, but I'm just being honest. I said, where was my protection? Where is my protection? That's how I feel. I'm not saying he's not protecting me, and I know that there are things that he's protecting me from that I don't even know. Well, I'm not, I'm not discounting anything like that. But sometimes I feel like, where is my protection? If I'm one of God's chosen, I'm supposed to be unique and special. And so where is my peace? Where is my peace? Where is it? You know, where is my protection? Why is it? You know, where, where is, I, I don't know. I don't know. If I'm supposed to be, oh, no, the children, you just so good the children, and you just have such a mighty calling in your life. Then what the hell is all this? Thank you. Amen. <laughs> I'm being honest today. I'm, I'm done. I'm done pretending like stuff ain't what it is. I'm being totally honest. Like I said, I'm not at a point of like any type of disrespect. Like I don't feel that it ain't there. But shoot, sometimes I do feel some type of way. Because I'm almost 43. Nobody has time to be playing. And I just, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the enemy has taken every, almost everything away from me over, you know, over a lifetime. And then he's laughing at me, like taunting me and teasing me about all the stuff that was taken. That's how I feel. Oh, and I think that I just feel some type of way because, like, now here's my job. And I feel like he's like, ha, 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 You know? But at the same time, I do understand that God is in control. So how do you reconcile those feelings? How can you reconcile the knowledge or the acknowledgement of God in your life and his power and his plan and all that? And then with the feeling that you get when it seems like the enemy is just tearing your ass to pieces. Can somebody help me with that? Amen. Sure. You want the quick version or the long, drawn-out version? The quick version. I want to know the truth. Whatever the truth is, it's some fullness. Because I don't have the luxury of sugarcoating anything right now, to be honest. Well, I will say this. Um, Lorraine, didn't we have this conversation yesterday? I said, didn't we have this conversation yesterday, Lorraine? You sound just like your mama. It's another. I'm saying all of that as you minister to her. It's the same exact thing, just on a whole nother level. 
you like that 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 that, that. I mean, but literally that's what it is. You again getting up out of your emotions. It was the first word your mom said was season saint. Getting up out of your emotions. Um getting into the word of God, letting him lead and guide and direct you and trusting him and that's yeah, that's what it's gonna boil down to. The how do you do it? By doing exactly what you're doing. That's why I say lately about talking to God rather than praying. So you can um do this just like you God, I don't like this. I do it all the time. You know, he and he I forget the scripture but I forgot. See, you know what Pastor Mark said something and that's what we gotta recognize. That Jesus was a man and he went through all aspects of life just as we do. So you can talk to him about your feelings. And talk to him of Jesus. I don't like this. Jesus went to his his went to his own family, and they they didn't like him. They didn't they didn't respect him. Remember that he could perform no home, no miracles in his own home. So you can come to him and talk to him and and and, and vent and do those things, uh, and you know talk to him. He can understand. He can relate. That and he wants you to do that. Trying to hide and act like they're not there, that's going to work. But to be real and to face it, and see, that's the other way, too. That's the only way you're going to heal. So you do, you're, going, you're going through your processes, which is the same exact thing we talked about with your mom yesterday. Don't feel ashamed about it or whatever. It is what it is. You know, but you're going, the only way that you're going to get what you need is to go through these processes and let the healing occur. I just sometimes I don't feel like it's ever going to be an end to it. Like, is it is it just that things are? I mean, is it possible that a person's life could just be one continual process? Oh yeah, more likely. Yeah. I did you did you? I I I want to thank your mom for that prayer yesterday, and I just laughed at it this morning because that was something I experienced yesterday. You hear what she told me? Mm-mm. I mean, which part? Oh, the one at the end was, you will be like Joseph. You will not walk oh, yeah. dreams. You will be swallowed up in the, in the but, but where? I'm like, really, lady? Really? 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 But, again, what did I just say about Felicia? That's how God gets us to move and gets us motivated, gets us out of ourselves. And just like Erica sent that text, that 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 process keeps us out of self-righteousness. It keeps us out of self Look at what I did. Look at what I accomplished. Look at who I am. So, bottom line is this: God gave up His best to reestablish something that was lost. Jesus took off deity to put on this filthy rag called flesh. Jesus went through hell, went to hell to get back something that we gave up. So when you start looking at those things and those kind of perspectives, excuse me, you really think he gives a flip-flop blah, blah, about the little things that you're crying about? When he's pulled you out of hell, he's healing you, and he knows what is necessary to get you to come to where he needs you to be. 
we just have to learn how to get over ourselves. And the processes was we hollering. We, that's why I say death is death. You're dying. You're dying to yourself. That's why you're screaming because part of you is screaming and venting, but the other part of you is recognizing the only way that I can get out of this is to keep doing what I've been doing, which is going drawing closer to God because it's seeming to be producing some type of fruit, some type of benefit in my life. Crying about it because it hurts, it's pain, and in the process of me crying, somehow or another it's bringing me to a point of realization that I need more Jesus and I get some healing. So in the process of me crying, he's exchanging. See, that's what he's talking about. He's changing my tears for um, tears for uh, it's not for food. So anyway, but he's my my ash my ash beauty for ashes. Yeah. So he's he's exchanging your grief, your hurt, and your pain, and he's giving you a piece of him. So I mean, no, we don't like it. Again, like Felicia said, why do most Christians turn around and quit? For those very reasons, because it's painful. It's got to be a better way. God wouldn't want me to. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, baby girl, you walking through the processes. I'm, you know, holler, scream, kick. I do it every day. And then I and then still sit here like, really, God? Really? Okay. So, I mean, if you don't, and I guess the biggest thing, if you don't go through it, you're denying and you're missing. Because even if it's to the point that you recognize it in and of yourself, this cannot be done. Because like Felicia said yesterday, talking about acknowledging God is one thing. But when you get to a point of like, look, if it was not for God, I would not be here. That's a whole nother level. And remember, teacher, it's the instructor who sets the lesson plan for the student. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Uh, okay. That's all I can say. Oh, okay. All righty. All right, you squares. It's time to smoke. Do, do. I don't know, child. Uh, <laughs> Good morning. Hey, Nay, how you doing? Good, I guess we're doing booty calling impersonation. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> what was that? You gonna get George Clinton next? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I I don't know. I'm I'm at a very strange point now. I feel like it's wow. All I can say is wow when I think about you know some of the the things and just how people are. You know, just episode. You know how, like, sometimes episodes of your life will pass over you, will pass before your eyes, and you know, just thinking about certain things happening to me and me, you know, going to people for help, and you know, you have you just want attention. You know, who, I, I, like who who would tell somebody certain things happen to them just to get attention? Like that's cute. You know, it's it's like it's 
right now in this season in my life, it's it's just so many things are like it's like it's been a replay, and 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 I'm just seeing people, human beings, clear like for who and what they are for the first. I'm like really clearly. It's just a lot going on, a lot of strange things. I don't know what to say. And I am literally worn out. And I'm like, oh, God, but how can I be worn out in the season when I feel like God finally got me where he wanted me to be and it's time to move? How can I be worn out when it's time to move? I had all that damn energy, excuse me, when it was, you know, before I was focused. And now that I'm focused and it's time to move, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm like, what in the world? Well, God, now, you know what? what? Now, right there, this is what you have to learn how to do. I'm tired and I'm worn out, but I see what I need to do. Okay? This, okay, when I talk about how I am do things off of God's strength and this is me doing it, I mean him doing it, not me, right now, this is where you... Begin to talk to God, and Lord, if this is for me, then give me the strength and the desire. He will give you that, and you will find that you will be able to do what's needed to be done, and you will recognize that it is when you are weak and tired. What does he say? When you are weak, you are strong. See, again, these are the processes <laughs> that you got to go to so that you can go through. And you will know that. That So that's what I'm saying. The difference between acknowledging God and saying, well, no, it was God that did it. Because here, God, all his life I've been fighting to get to this point, now it's in front of me. I don't have the desire, let alone the energy, to do it. But you see him about that. Then if it's truly from him, what you do is you make a decision. See, all this is you. You make a decision that, Lord, I'm going to attempt a situation, you make a decision, you make a choice, then you start to moving, and when you do that, you will find that he will give you the strength. Okay. Okay. And maybe this is, you know what? Maybe it's foreign to me and strange, too, because I've never done this before. I've never just sat still. Like, right now, I'm like, dude, this has been so bizarre at this point. I don't know what I, – I, I'm like, God, why why you just set me out to the wolves like this? I'm telling you what I think, what the thoughts that I've had. Why did you just set me out to the wolves? Why are you just letting these damn heathens, not just this situation but other situations, just pick me apart like a dead – you know, like I'm a dead animal, and then hyenas and vultures. Like, where's my, why aren't you protecting me? What the hell? People oh. who don't even believe in you, just doing whatever. And no, I'm going to stop. Yeah. But one thing, again, this is why we got to get out of the stories of the Bible. What do you think that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego felt like? Mm. What about Daniel. See, we, we yeah. get stories. Uh, how do you think you said that you you throw me into the line? That's what made you stop you right there. Okay, well, Judah going to be the first one. Daniel got thrown into a lion's den. Oh, literally, huh? 
Okay, I mean, so I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make light, but I'm just trying to see this again. When you, when you, when you start experiencing these things, then you read that Bible and you get a whole nother level of understanding because now, see, you're walking the very steps that those same people did. That's when it's no longer just stories because you, because you wonder, exactly, you think Daniel like, oh, well, I'm going to just go in this lion's den and go, really, God? I'm old, first of all, but this ain't my first go-round. See, see, you know, so again, but he's got to get you to that point. So, you again, you're going through the processes. I can't do you. You got to go through what you're going through. But again, you're not doing anything different from those same people in the Bible. Again, we look at the end result and we go, yes, yes, yes. Okay, we forgot the suffering, the misery, and everything that they endured up until the point of the over of the breakthrough. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say yesterday when we were talking about processes. That's what it sounds like. Like you're going through a process, and when you say you're being shown things about people, there's something there that you're supposed to see. Um, perhaps you. Perhaps you're viewing people one way when they're really another way. And he's showing it to you now in preparation for something that's about to happen. I understand processes, but my whole life is a process? Dang, what the heck? I <laughs> what, what, what am, I, am I supposed to be like Joan of Arc or some, some stuff? Like, I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and you know, give this old whining story like, oh, I never, nothing good is I'm not saying anything like that. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's just, you know, every time I think that, okay, we're good, now something fucking crazy happens. And I'm just like, I think I'm just irritated. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just irritated because I'm just trying to take it all astride. But then you, that dream last night, that really, maybe that awakened something. You know, and I'm like, mm, wait a minute now. <laughs> We're doing too much. We're doing too much. I'm just being totally honest this morning. I, I really am. No, look, I, look, I understand. I wake up and look at this house. Look, I got all my paperwork in, and the house that we did not save is the one that I'm living in. I go, really, God? <laughs> really? The house that you did not what? I'm the house we did not save is the one that we are living in. Oh, okay, okay. I really, really, God, and I gotta believe because you told me that we're not gonna get thrown. Okay, God. Yeah. Oh, oh. Th- you think I don't get irritated and pissed? That's why I say I'm gonna be Rocky. That's gonna be my nickname. So, but the processes. Uh, yeah. So I understand about being irritated. And see, that's where the part that I'm saying we have to be real about that and talk to Jesus about when we're there. I'm not saying murmuring and complaining, but talk to him about it. Again, he was a man, and he was tempted at all points as a man. He knows every experience that we are going to, going through and going to. So talk to him about it. Now, not murmuring and complaining, but venting and then say, after you get it off, then, okay, Lord, whatever. How do, you know, whatever. And, and, then, and, and let him begin to show you. But if you bottle it up 
If you act like it's not there or if you try to deny it, it's going to only come back to kick you in your butt. That's why I say talk to them about it. That's why I say don't hide it. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this. I'm going to tell you all, man. I'll tell you this. Cause I, I can't. I, I'm at a whatever point. I'm like, whatever, man. I'm serious. It's, I, 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 I'm being honest. Whatever I don't have, to, I'm a I'm a walk. I'm a go around here. I'm gonna help the people. Somebody need help with this. Somebody need help with that. Fine, I help. You know, be a service to the world. But I don't. I need him to show me what what he brought me here for. Then <laughs> the hell, what what the? Okay, like if you walk. I'm being honest. I'm saying this out loud for the first time. I feel like, okay, I, you know, if I'm supposed to believe that, you know, we are predestined for certain things, right? He knew us when we were in our mom's womb. You know, we know all that. We, we are all that. If that's the case, okay, cool. But what was I, I brought here for then? Because it's been weird since I was seven. So what, am I, what was I brought here for? What's the point? What's the damn point? Because it's not funny. If this was a joke, it's not really that funny. I'm sorry. At certain point, it's not really funny. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was, it was hilarious. I was like that shit. <laughs> funny right now. And so, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't even. I just. I don't feel like that for somebody who has a heavenly father, I don't feel like I've been protected the way I should have been. I don't feel a lot of things. I thank him for the things that he has equipped me with. I do. And I'm not saying I got the worst situation in the world, whatever, but I just feel like he just let these damn hellions just do whatever they wanted to do. In general, theory, in theory and literally. So, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, I ain't doing nothing. Amen. I'm serious. I ain't doing nothing. I can't. I don't know what to do, so I'm not doing nothing. I'm I'm going to walk around here. I'm going to feed my children because I have all these dreams and all these things. I'm not dreaming. They're not even dreams. There are things that I think I'm supposed to be doing, but half of you don't even know if you want to do it because... Something crazy might happen or I don't know. I don't know. But then I think I'm just walking in my frustration right now. So I apologize if it sounds like I'm complaining. But I just kind of irritated right now a little bit, to be honest. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You know why I'm clapping? (laughs) No, no, but I wish you'd tell me. Lorraine, you are now at the beginning point. <laughs> Wait a minute here. You just like your oh. What did you tell her? She had to go through all that to recognize that she could praise God hey. in spite of. Remember that yesterday? I do seem to recall something like that, yes. 
So right now you're at the point, first of all, see, again, this is why it's, we, it's necessary for us to talk to God. You're mad at God. You've got some bitterness in God. You feel that he let you. How are you going to be intimate with somebody when you're holding resentment? I mean, we do. We see the evidence of it every day in these things called marriages. And all the, uh, that's why Shake Man had all these people marrying, going home. Like the one they had on the thing where the wife threw a pot at the man's head and, and then they end up kissing at the court. Come on now, that's not the kind of relationship God desires. If you're harboring all of this resentment, anger, animosity toward God, which is what you have, he needs you to get to a point that you are admitting it, which is what you just did. So now he can begin the healing, which is where it's going to go. So all of that, again, we're talking about processes all of that's necessary need for for now. How is he going to heal you? Well, that's what you and him going to work out, but I know it's going to come through his word. But if you walk around acting like this doesn't matter and that doesn't matter, no, 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 it does because it's keeping you from moving. It's keeping you from walking. It's keeping you from becoming who you are destined to become. So now, before you say anything, I'm going to pray for you. See, again, for you go walk off and talk about well, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct. This is what I know. You don't know. You don't have no idea what to do. And you did the very same thing, exact thing. I'm not gonna do nothing. Praise the Lord. You getting it? <laughs> you get. But again, these are the hard things that we that we don't. That again, like Felicia said, this is why seventy five of his seventy five percent of children don't get it because of these exact reasons here. I'm gonna pray for you. Because in your spirit, man, you need to receive what you need to receive in order for you to get the healing and the direction. I'm going to pray for you through the Holy Spirit so he can specifically do things what need to be done. You are willing. You are at a point where you're receiving it. So now let God do what needs to be done. You ready? Mm-hmm. Partially. Close your eyes. Brandy to go send it 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 to go send Yes, 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 Father. Okay, Lord. Dorombrasi, get it a combraca. Horandi to go say yes, Father. Okay, Lord, she's got hurt and pain and bitterness, Lord. Okay, I'm going to start here. One of the things that you need to understand is that a prophet is chosen from the womb. From the womb, you have been chosen to be a prophet. Oh, Lord. Is that assignment was placed on you before you even set on this earth. So that means, yes, the enemy attacked you from the womb because he knew your assignment. Mm. Father God, you are here to work the roots out of these situations, Lord, not the symptoms. She's harboring onto angerness, bitterness, resentment, and hurt, Father. Mm. 
These are some of the strongholds that the enemy has used, Lord, mm, to pull her away from you and to cause her to just revel in herself, Father. But, Lord, she's at a point now she knows, you know what, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. That's all she can say, Lord. Mm. So, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, those spirits are hurt. Mm. Dismay. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Confusion. Yes, 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 yes. Those things that attacked her in the womb, I'm calling you out of her right now in the name of Jesus. I'm calling you out of her right now in the name of Jesus. I'm calling you out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm saying cease and desist right now in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're closing the gates. We're closing the gates. See, Lord, you've been working on this again, the processes. We've been closing the gates, the processes. Yes, yeah. Ooh, the enemy, they got it. We're breaking those the connections. Mm. We're pulling those apart, Lord. Yes, the connections. The enemy has been feeding into her, Lord. We're breaking that right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we're breaking that divine. We're breaking the connection, Lord, as your precious Holy Ghost blood is ministering to her. Father God, this is something that you have orchestrated, Lord. This is something that you are desiring, and you are doing it the way, mm, the way that you desire it, Father. Oh, yeah, we got some demonic stuff stirring up inside of you right now. Yeah, yeah, they upset, they upset, they upset, but today they're going to, today they got to get up out of there. They got to get up out of there. They got to get up out of there. They've been God, God, they've been, God, they've been causing pain, sickness, headaches, migraines, aches, nauseous. Yeah, all all of y'all have been causing all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God says no, because see, it's an assignment that now she's going to yield and walk in. She, she's refusing you now. She's refusing you right now. She's saying no right now. She says, my God. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm not going to lead you, but you need to cry with your heart what's on your heart. What you want God to do, you need to let that out your own mouth. Right now? Yep. I just want some peace. I just want some peace. And I don't want to have to fight for it every dog on day. I just want some peace. That's it. I don't I don't need much. I know... I mean, I get the, you know, the calling, and I understand all of that. I really do. And I appreciate all that you've done for me. I appreciate you keeping me throughout just craziness and keeping my mind right because I'm not insane. I'm not crazy. I could be. I was one, and but I appreciate that. I do. I'm in full acknowledgement. And gratefulness for everything, but I I just need some peace, and I just need to know that you are protecting me. I don't feel protected. I never have, so I felt like I had to do it myself. And as a result of feeling like I had to do it myself, 
I lost a lot. And I lost something very important. Well, a couple of something is very important. And I and so with those losses I just I don't know. I just don't feel like I've been protected. I don't feel like um if I've been given this assign this thing to do, whatever it is, I just don't feel like feel like I was protected and I just need to know that that's a thing that's an area that's kind of been and then and then to not feel protected and then you just let people just do whatever they want. I don't understand that. Like what is that about? Just let folks do whatever whatever. I, I don't I don't get it. I thought that I don't know. But see then again, here we go. Because I know scripturally why things happen. I just I don't know. I just need some peace. That's the one thing. I don't even care about the job. I don't find another job. I, I don't have low self esteem. I don't have confidence issues. I don't have none of that. I I just need some peace, man. <laughs> that's what I need. And I need to know that I'm protected. Because that's, that's a problem for me. Okay. Father God, boran did it go sit there, did it go run, did it go sit there. Hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, Lord. Ho, ramboran de shadow comboco, caca. Father, yeah, I'm a rocosi de la comboran de go sit, caca. Randy de Gosete, Handa de Carra Combronde de Gosaka, Borrende Ke Sheke, Yarande de Cobocosa, Yarande de Corrande Candrasa, Dande de Corrande de Gosaka. Randy to go, oh, it's working, Father. Your word is working. Your word is working. Yes, yes, yes. Your word is all the while a working, huh, Lord? Your word is working, Father, in a great and mighty way, Lord. The unsettledness, Lord. The unsettledness that she feels, Lord. Mm. The distortion she feels, Lord. Mm. Father God, all those things are beautiful because what is going on, you are settling her in your word. You are building her foundation in your word. It will not be built upon her emotions. It will not be built upon her feelings, Lord, but it will be built upon your word, Lord. Your word is establishing her, Father. Father God, move in a great and mighty way out of the bullshit establish her, Father, in your word. Establish your word in her heart. Let her experience your love, Lord. Love covers a multitude of sins. Let her experience your love, Lord. As she sees you, Father, see what's going on 
inside of you, like I said, just exactly like your mom, the processes, but it's being established not in your head, but in your heart and in your spirit. It's got to go there, and it's getting there. Because just like I say, I wake up in the morning and I fight because he wakes me up. You're, go- you're finding what you need through his word. You're finding what you need through his word. You're finding what you need through his word, and it is be his word that will establish and keep you when you quit, when you fail. You are being established. Your foundation is being built. It's being built upon the word of God. It's causing unsettledness inside of you because, see, the enemy, everything that you have built your life upon has been you and has been a, a messed up foundation from birth on up, but now God is correcting and establishing your foundation in his word. So, yes, you will feel all the stuff that's in your foundation. See, your foundation before was built upon that hurt, built upon that pain, that lack of security, that lack of trust. That's what all it was. It was built upon your bloodlines, all the things that went on in your family, in your life. That's what your life had been built upon up until now. God is saying, daughter, I am removing all of that, and I am restructuring all of that. Now I am building it upon my word, is what he's saying. So he's taking that foundation, moving it out of place, and he's establishing a new foundation. So you're going to experience this unsettledness, this I feel love, I love. You're going to go through all of this because he's remolding you. He's reestablishing you to whom he's calling you to be. So let this be purged out of your system. Do not try to hold on to it, but allow God to pull out what is necessary. He's going to keep that which is of God and put it into the foundation, and that which is not, it will not be allowed in. It will not be allowed in. See, this is a perfect example of the wheat and the tares. The only way that you can get the harvest is you got to take it all up. He's taking all of your life, all of, all of, he's taking all of that, and he's pulling it apart. He's throwing the tears, that hurt, that lack of love, that lack of trust. He's taking all of that and throwing it into the fire. That's why you're experiencing it. That's why you're acknowledging it. But because you got to see it. But he's reestablishing you, remolding you. Everything that he's doing now is being built upon his word. It's being built upon who he called you to be. It's being built upon your destiny. So that's, again, why he's got you sitting still for him to do the work that's required in your life. So continue to seek him through it all. Learn to trust him. Talk to him about that. Jesus, you know I, I got problems trusting you. Talk to him. You think he don't know? Well, Lord, you're going to have to help me with this arena. He needs you to get to the point where you can trust him because you can't walk out to where he's calling you to be at if you don't trust him. So all these issues, when you get ready to confront something, well, Lord, you know, I got a problem with this, you and me. You don't hurt. And he will show you that you can trust him. He will show you that his word is true. He will show you all of that. Work your way through this. Like you go to marriage counseling. Work your way through this. So he can establish. He's remolding you. He's remaking you. So he needs you 
to talk a just like they go to a marriage council and they got to talk about their problems. You in a marriage council right now. You talking about your problems with your bride, with your with your with your husband, and you all working this thing out. Because you can't walk and fulfill your destiny if you're going to carry that bitterness, that bitterness, that hurt, that pain, that this mistrust. You can't carry it. He knows that. He's remaking you. He's remolding you. So talk to him about these issues and let him show you that he can. Let him show you that he's there. But you're going to have to let go of the past. You can't bring that to where you're going. I'm done. But, you, but that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't really, like, I was, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But, I mean, you're right. You're right. But I don't even, but, you know, here's the thing. I don't even really feel like I'm mad about the past. Like, I'm really not even mad about the past. I'm just, I, I'm just trying to figure out when do, when do I get a chance? You know, what is all this? That's all. Because I'm really not, I've resolved a lot of that stuff. I've resolved a lot of those relationships, you know. I really have. Like, I don't even, but it's just, but, but when the past comes up, it's like, okay, all of that. All right, we cool. I thought we got past that. But what's this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I guess maybe I thought that when when I healed from that, or when you know I got things settled, I, I guess I maybe I just foolishly thought that that was the end. You know, like okay, because I thought that the past was the was the hurdle in my life. If that makes any sense. And when I got past all that, maybe I thought it was just going to be smooth sailing. Well, baby girl. We're talking about layers of, and evidently you're not over it because you're bringing it back. Um, I I feel like I'm over it. And even, even if you are, there's damage that's been a result that needs to be healed. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. All those issues will be addressed. That, that's why, see, that's why he's the great physician. He knows specifically what's going on and how it needs to be healed, how it needs to be addressed. We figure these things out, or we try to. That's why even doctors, they say they're practicing medicine. You know what I really hate? Well, what really annoys me sometimes is when I know why God does stuff when I know it. When I know, you know, it's like you go through something and you know why God is doing it. Like you get it, right? You know what needs to happen. But then when it happens, you're mad. (laughs) Does that make any sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, thing too, just like I say, it's easier for you to see it and to and and to guide your mom, but I but I'm telling you, it's the same exact thing. And for you, and you're going through the same exact process. She was just at another level. 
You uh-huh. saw it in your mom. You called her. You ministered to her about the whole thing. And the very next day, here you go crying about the same doggone thing. It's just at another level. That's why it says it's easier for us to get a, a log out of our neighbor's eye than it is to get a, um, I mean, a, a yeah. spin of neighbor's eye and a log out of our own. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well. Can you hear me? Yes. Here she comes, the heartbreaker. She can hold it no longer. <laughs> can you can you one second? Let me let me change places. Hold on one second, okay? Hold on. She's gonna come with a good one now. She's like back in work mode. She gotta sneak away. Okay, I gotta get away. I can't hold it no more. We've been working we're like Eric on the line. Okay. okay. We might be all right for a minute. No, I'm just I can't get this thing to print for duty with. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I had to um send you to the uh a doctor's appointment, so I had to. Anyway, um, okay, so, you know, you're, we, we wonder why we have to go through um, pain and stuff after we feel like we've let the past go. And I've always had that same question as, as you guys were talking. Um, <laughs> this revelation was given, and it explains so much. Um, grasping. Grafting. He gave me the visual of skin grafting. And, you know, like with, um, we were talking about fire earlier and understand that, you know, when someone has been gone through third-degree burn, fourth-degree burn, I mean, to the point where it's down to the nerves of their skin, and they have to have skin grafting to replace what has been um, burned off, that there is the process of that grafting, it's painful. Even through the healing, it's painful because you have, you're, you're trying to, they're trying to replace what has been taken off. And it has to grow into that point and it has to, you know, and as it's stretching to accommodate the growth and the, and the healing, there's some stretching and there is some pain involved. And that's what he showed, that's what he was showing me as you were talking, like not just with you, with all of us. Yes, there is a deliverance. Yes, you might have gotten over it, but as he's grasping you in to his into his spirit as he's grafting his his blood into you as he's grafting you into the 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 process of whatever calling he has for you he has to stretch this new wine skin he has to stretch this new this newness onto you into you and it's going to be painful because the thing is as it's stretching he has to make sure that it's not rejected he has to make sure that you know that it's accommodating him 
because when he's touching you, he's actually placing himself inside of you. So wherever there's excess of whatever you had you gone through, that has to be pushed out. And of course, a lot of times, you know, even when you do detox, your body goes through a rejection period. Like I don't want to release this. This is something I need. Or you go through um, withdrawals, and even in the withdrawals, there's pain because your body is so used to it. Your spirit is so used to it. But knowing that that you're going through this process, you have to be willing to let it go. Look at it for what it is. You're saying that you never felt protected. I get that. But the thing is, now you have to know that you are protected. So regardless of what you see, know because you know the word of God, because you're getting to know who he is for yourself, know that he's protecting you. It might not be the protection that you want. And see, that's where we have to get the definition correct in our spirit and in our mind, because in our mind, what we want and what we need are the same thing, and it's not true. What you want may not be good for you. What you need is what what's needful, what's, what's, what's actually what you need to survive. It's not what you want may not help you survive. So you need to feel protected. Start feeling his protection. Start feeling it because it's there. It might not be the way you want it to be, but it's there. Look at the footprint poem, how it says, well, um, it says, uh, when I was walking, you know, one minute it's, I see two sets of footprints. And then for a while, I only see one. And the question was, where did you go? Why did you leave me? Where were you when I needed you? And and, and in the the poem it says, he was like, I was carrying you. You might have thought you were by yourself, but I was there all the time. I made it so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I made it so that even though they thought to kill you, oh, the, the, the gun backfired. Or it, it, or it was locked, or the phone rang, or somebody came in, or something happened where it, where it, they were going to take it to where it was supposed to end you. It actually stopped in the midst of it, and even they weren't even aware of why it stopped. Even they were confounded because they knew what the scheme was from the beginning that they were trying to end you, but they couldn't do it. Because that was when God stepped in and said, you know what, all right. Because he said, when he gives you the example in Job, he was like, it's not that the devil has to go back every time and ask permission. The permission is was there when we, when we release our dominion over to him at the fall. He was a, he's able to do whatever he wants. But the thing is, God lets us know in the in in the scriptures of Job that He can He can only bother us, but He cannot kill us. But those that God has chosen, He cannot kill us as long as we believe who and on God who God is. The devil can't kill us. He can He can come up against us all real tough. You all know the examples of what you're going on in your life, but He cannot kill you. That's what God said, up until death, you cannot kill him. You can mess with his money, you can mess with his health, you can mess with his family. But he's still mine, and no matter what you say, he's still mine, and you can't kill him. 
But I know he's going to stand firm in the faith that I'm protecting him. I know he's going to stand firm in the faith that I'm never going to leave him or forsake him. And that's what we have to understand. No matter what it looks like, you might be scraping the boils off of your off your skin and everything because, you know, you're going through pain and you're going through this and you're going through that. But God says, I'm still there. I'm still there. I'm still there to comfort. I'm still there to heal. And when, when you're ready to see me, I'm here. So be encouraged. You are you are beautifully and wonderfully made. He made it so that when the enemy looks at you now, family, friends, those who had the knife in your back and kept taking it out and putting it back in, thinking they were killing you, they're looking at you like you should have been gone. You should have been gone. And they're looking yeah. like, okay, you know what? All right, I can't mess with you. Even though they keep trying to put their mouth on you, they know they cannot touch you. So just continue to be encouraged with that, all right? You might, you yes, might ma'am. You might don't, yes. don't let the devil win on that one, okay? Yes, ma'am, thank you. You're welcome. Slap y'all, I'm going back on mute. No, yeah, you need to pray for Erica before you get off mute. Oh, okay. Erica, Erica, Erica. I, I, that administrator, she a mess. She is a mess, a straight-up mess. And that's the enemy right there. That is the enemy right there. And, and, and she is, and she even knows, she's that one that knows she's being used and don't even care because she's jealous finding every little thing to come at you with. You didn't cross the T on this right here. Um, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Mm-mm. And that's what the enemy is trying to do as far as your spirit as well. But the awesome thing is, you know, and you're just praying for her, and you're just like, Lord, you know what this woman is trying to do. And then, you know, hey, it is what it is. You so lay back with it and chill. It's funny. Because out of everything that you're going through, you're still like, you know what, y'all just don't know. <laughs> and, and it makes the enemy even matter because he's looking for you to blow up and be the old Erica that will take her earrings off and be ready to scrap. And that's how you were when you were younger. And he's looking to try to build that back up in you. And you're just like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. I, you know, praise God. All right. <laughs> So, you know, continue continue to just be chill, Miss Erica. Continue to just be chill. And Lord, we you know, we thank you for this woman of God because even though she's been, you know, kicking and screaming and she really doesn't wanna um and that's all of us. Don't really wanna walk where you want us to walk and do the call that you call us to do because we see the irritation. We see the struggle that it's going to um, create, but we are still we still know that in in being under you, we have the fullness of joy. So Lord, just give her the strength that she needs to, as she makes the baby steps, as Sam says, to um, enter her calling that you have placed on her. Because you've given her sleepless nights, you've given her dreams, and she's just 
Like, I have too much on my plate. I, you know, Lord, you know, uh, Lord, you know that in the end you win because <laughs> you did it before and you're going to do it again, not just with us, but if you can beat the devil, what are we? I mean, you know, hey. So, Lord, we just ask that you will continue to encourage her heart, strengthen her spirit, and protect her mind as she goes um, into the, the sessions with everyone dealing with depression to addictions. And we just ask that, Lord, you, you will just watch over and protect her from all weapons that the enemy tries to form against her. So, and, and just watch over her seven degrees of separation, her family, her friends, and everyone connected because they will try to bring drama, they will try to bring dissension, try to bring division, just to bring her into it, to throw her off. And Father, we just need her, and you need her to stay on track to protect her on every hand. And we thank you in advance. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Um, let me pray for Tony. Randy to go she did the combrand to go into the gun to go into the issue the gun run to go say she to go say she to go say she did the combraka. Yes, father run to go and randy she to go randaka. Handy to go say she to go say she to go say she did the car randy to go taka. Handy to go say she shand randy to go saka. Handy to go say yes, 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 father. We praise your name. Brush the gandraka. We glorify you, Lord. Randy to go say she to go say yes, 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 Holy Spirit. Brush to go saka randaka. Let the word of God go forth. Run to the Gasaka as you hear the Koran. Heal him. Direct him. Run to the anoint him. Run to the Gosa and keep him, Lord. Run to the Gosa. She did the Kombraka. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want prayer? Oh, she's listening. Uh, did you hear that woman? Uh, that's so special. Did somebody request? No, Erica sent me a text, and I didn't know she was actually listening. Oh, awesome. So. Can you um pray for Marissa? All of my children, my son, my son, issues going on. Um, I know what they are. Um. Just pray for Melissa. She goes back to school. Mm, awesome. all, all of my children, but my son and Melissa. Please. Surely. Father God, I want to lift up Marissa. I want to go go to go to go to go to Yes, 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 Father. Keep her settled in you, Lord. Keep her strengthening you, Lord. <clears throat> Let the word of God yet anoint her, Rashidagosaka, and carry her, Rambranidagosa, where you desire her to be, Father. Rambranidagosa, Let the word of God, Randashidagosa, move her along the pathway, Rambokaradagosa, Bless her abundantly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Demaris, handy to go say shit to go and the gun to go. Oh, Father God, this man of God. Oh, that's funny. 
That's it. Is. Oh, well, wow. See, I don't know if she's still on or not, but you all can talk about this as you need to. Um, you know, Felicia, <clears throat> I've told her before that, and she's not the first one, but as she goes, so do her children. And she's noticed in her walk that when she starts getting slack or whatever, then she noticed her children start doing the same thing. When she starts doing the things that she needs to do, then her children start doing the same thing. That's what's going on with Demaris because of the state that you are in, frustrated, anguish, you don't really know. It's a direct, you all are directly connected in that arena. And so he's going through the same thing. As you become more established, he will become more established. So now your fight again, but see, you're used to that. Your fight again is above you getting you to where you need to be. It's about you getting where you need to be so he can get to where he needs to be. That's Demaris, not Maya. Randy will go sit. He's like, you know what? Just be quiet. That's what you're about to say. <laughs> no. No, I was going to say that I have with him, especially, I have an uphill battle, I feel, because their father, while he was raised in church, his mom is a pastor, actually, and all of that, he um, is a person who is Maya unacceptable. So Maya's understanding. No, what she just did was unacceptable. It was kind of crazy. Um, she didn't go to school today. Um, it sounds familiar. Right. She wants to stay with her sister and hang out before she goes back. It was just a half a day, so I told her she could stay. But the issue that I go through is that um, thank you, their father is not. He's very um. While he was raised in it, he knows all about it. So he's very critical. He's had, um, he's very anti-white Jesus, if you will. So the mind is picking up and very judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Like I probably used to be. I think that's probably why. Anyway, so he's very um, unreceptive because he's been brainwashed. So that's the thing with her, with him. Maya is younger, so Maya is not there. You know, Maya, I got her in, in time, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, she's still learning, and she's, well, Maya's only eight, you know. But the other, but with the other one, that's why I'm used to saying, man of God, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, because I can't get him to go to church. To go to church with him, he rather gouge his eyeballs out because he says it's boring. Mm-hmm. But he, but you know, so that's that's why I responded that way is because I have, you know, an entity that is kind of fighting me on that on the opposite side in the flesh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it puts him in the middle, which sucks as a place to be. So those are, you know, that's kind of the, some truth in regards to that. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. How run did it go? Say, should it go run to the gun to the gun to the Maya? 
Bora shiru go se 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 shiru go rande go sa. Bora shi shiru go se shiru go se shiru go rande go se shiru go rande go sa. Bora shi shiru go rande go rande go rande go rande go rande go rande go se shiru go se shiru go rambaka. Bora yes father God. What's she doing right now? Maya is right here. She's sitting down. I can make it so she's at the sink, but she's a few feet away from me. I can have her sit down. Sit down. She's like, Maya, I'm going to sit down right here, sis. Maya, put the potatoes down. Come on. No, 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 put that down. There's something we need you to do. Okay, thank you, though. No, stop. Okay. All right, she's here. Okay. All right, she's sitting down, right? Yes. Okay. I'm on around Okay, I want you to go behind her and take your right hand, go to her right side. And put your right hand on her head. Okay. Now I'm gonna pray for her, okay? Yes. Ho rombosike yarambosaka. Ho rombosike yanderokondorokosa kanderokosa kada. Ho rombosaka ndaranderokose. Ha rande. Yep, I see it exactly, Father. Randoko. Ha randaka. Serokose. Yes. Saka, yara, Okay, now yoro ko de de ko take your other hand. I got de de ko said de de ko da de de ko de de gan de de ko de de gan. Now switch hands because you got your right hand on the head now, right? Yes. Okay, take your left hand, put it on the head. Uh-huh. Now, as I tell you, I just want you to begin to wave your hand around her back. Horoshanda de kosanda randa rokode. Tell me how that feels. Just wave it slowly. Under the kosaka. Under the air. In the air. You don't have to necessarily touch her back. Just in the air, like right behind her back. I just want you to tell me how that feels. Um, regular, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. All right. Now, when I tell you to, I want you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Then when I tell you to stop, you're going to stop and you're going to just grab hold and you're going to pull stuff out of her back, like you're literally pulling things out of her back, okay? You ready? Yes. Okay, board around there to go, so just wave your hand around her back. Just keep waving it until I tell you to stop. Mm-hmm. See, right now what you're doing is you're letting the anointing of God go inside of her as you're moving your hand around. That's the anointing of God. See, in the Word of God, we talk about no about the fiery darts of the enemy. Yes. Many of us are carrying wounds and arrows and things in our in our bodies that the enemy stabs us with. She got some darts. Stop right now. She got some darts. Now just grab hold of that right there. Mm. Just grab hold of that and then just begin to slowly pull it out of her back. Just slowly pull it out. Mm. So, Father God, right now we pull out the fiery darts in the name of Jesus. We command you to release her right now in the name of Jesus. And no weapon that is formed against her shall prosper. We are casting that. Oh, my God. Oh, Father God, we're pulling that out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we're casting this to the dry places. 
No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, Lord. We're casting this dart, this go pull it out. Just keep pulling it out. Just keep pulling it out. Keep, keep, ah, it's coming out. Father God, your word is going in there. There we go. Keep just keep pull, mm, pulling all the fiery darts, Lord, in your word. It will not prosper, Lord. We were removing these darts from her, Lord, these things that have stabbed her, Father. We're taking, ah, there we go. We're pulling it out of her. Yes, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the healing, for the balm of Gilead. For the balm of Gilead, Lord. Now, okay, you can stop now. Father God, now just keep waving your hand around her back. Father God, let a healing begin in this child's life. Let a healing begin in this child's life. She's going to sleep better now. The enemy's been attacking her in her sleep. He's been attacking her in her sleep. And that might have even had something to do with some of the dreams you've been having. He's been attacking her in her sleep. I don't know if she's been sleeping restless or not, but he's been coming at her. But right now, God, we're sealing that right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We're asking for the balm of Gilead to go in and soothe her, Father. Give her peace of mind and heart. Soothe her in those areas, Lord. Let your word enter in, Father, as you call in a healing and restoration to go forth in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And she was able to hear that, too. I put it on speaker. She was on speaker. That's why. She said what? She said because she was on speaker. That's why. Who is that? Hey, Maya, how have you been sleeping lately? Wait a minute. Maya. Okay, can you repeat that? I said, how have you been sleeping lately? Um, I've been doing good. Okay, what about your sleep? Do you sleep sleep through the night, or do, have you been having bad dreams or anything? Um, no, I haven't been having bad dreams. It's just... Um, sometimes it, I just wake up in the middle of the night. Okay. For some reason. Okay. Okay. Well, you should find yourself resting a little bit better. You should find yourself resting a little bit better, okay? Okay. And thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> She wanted you to know she was going to eat some potatoes now. <laughs> go get your food on, girl. I know you. I can't I go eat now, Ma. Like, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Okay, anybody else want prayer? Two. Renee? You got Renee? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pray. If we get cut off, just call back in because I think we're going to probably cut off sometime soon. Okay. All right. Father God, Russia to go say, she 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 to go say
lift up our sister Randy to go say she go say. We lift up our sister Father God Randy to go say she to go say she to go say. We lift up Renee and her family Lord Randy to go say she to go say she to go say. We lift her up Father Rosh to go Randras to go say. We lift her up Father Rosh to go Andana to go say she to go say she to go Raka. Holy Spirit moving her life Rosh to go say she to go say. Father God, we thank you, Father. Run to go, Saraka, Saraka, and Jesus, pray. Amen. Russell, come on. Anybody else? Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Sorry. Okay. Your mouth ain't never on mute. Ha ha ha. Anybody else on prayer? Oh, I knew I almost forgot something. I almost forgot. LaShonda Jones and her her family. She is um one of my closest friends and you know, she's she's at a very interesting crossroads. In her life, and she's trying to expand her business right now, but, you know, her ex-husband is acting fool and trying to distract her, and she's, you know, becoming afflicted in her body, and um, she's a young mother of four. She ain't young. She's almost old as I am. But just please just 